few. Well, Dak, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of the internet, 
and of planet Earth. And parts some might call unknown. It is time for the show that we have all been waiting for <laughs> this intro is getting drug out a really long time it's a little bit we have a show today on this eve of thanksgiving we indeed do we got stuff we gotta talk about namely one thing that is called the game the game happening at noon on saturday november 25th 7th (laughs) november 27th all right hello we're here hi hello jordan is here next to me kind of three blocks away right yeah i am here on your screen having the time of your life yes yes i am we got stuff we got to talk about today so let's get right on into it because we're getting a little late start because of obligations involving thanksgiving maybe you know i don't know why jordan's i know why i was late and that's why i can't i can't (laughs) speak for jordan so i was not that was not the reason but i was just i was not home hey but we're still here on a wednesday not we right not saturday at 11 o'clock at night i mean i feel like doing a preview of michigan ohio state would be rather pointless after the game has happened that would be an awkward show just a tad (laughs) and we actually get to do this show this year we did the show last year kind of well we had a show two days before when it was supposed to happen there right we didn't do this one because that game wasn't happening thanks covid yeah fucking mother rona so before we get into the bulk of the show we got some stupid people who said some stupid things on the internet because well yeah common thing that Um, happens frequently how many do you have three i have two so i'll go first all right if you were okay with that that's fine okay so my first one comes from yesterday facebook from yesterday evening from a man named andrew here's the post he replied to oh boy this was a post the post that he replied to was a post by CBS Sports about the new college football playoff top 4. Um if you've okay. seen the top 4, uh my the top 4 that I my personal top 4 is uh should be up on Spotify currently. I believe it is already there. Let me go check. Oops, wrong button. 
Hitting the right button helps. It is already there. My top four is the same as the committee's top four of Georgia, Ohio State, Alabama, Cincinnati. I think that was pretty agreeable. Oh, no Notre Dame? Notre Dame is at six. Seven. Jesus. Or six. Seven or six. Behind the Michigan Wolverines. Okay. 100% behind the Michigan. They're behind the Michigan Wolverines somewhere in the top ten. But above Oklahoma. (laughs) Is Oklahoma even in the top ten anymore? Yeah, they're at ten. God. In both mine and the committee's. Jesus. Me and the committee were rather agreeable this week, I believe. I'd have to look. But anyway, um, Andrew here was complaining about two SEC teams being in the playoff. Okay. Mind you, again, these are not the the final rankings. No. No, we got a couple weeks to go. And going on saying how it's not, how it's a joke and it devalues football. College football. And that a winner from every conference should be in the playoff. Uh, No. Kind of impossible at the moment. First off, very. But also, just no. (laughs) Just no. I don't want to see a Sunbelt team get beat up by Alabama. You don't want to see... I don't know, the winner of the Pac-12 in the playoffs? The winner of the Pac-12 is going to have two losses. Maybe more. Yep. I don't want to see the winner of the of the whack in the playoff. In most years, I wouldn't want to see the winner of the American in the playoff. But it looks like we might not have a choice. Uh, yep. <clears throat> Since Oklahoma went and fucked. They did indeed fuck. And Oregon fucked. Yeah, I I meant Oregon, but yes. Yes. Them. Them too. Um, anyhow, someone pointed someone went to pointed out to Andrew or said to Andrew Who should be in from the ACC? Also affectionately oh, known on this podcast as the Ass Conference. Because the ACC yeah, is Massive Ass. Confirmed. Andrew replies with, anyone. It's not a playoff when a joke of a conference gets two teams in. It has to be incredibly embarrassing to have a team in the SEC and know your your shout of the clown show. Know your shout of the clown show. Huh? Uh, He kind of fell into a Horace brain there for a moment. Horace. Fucking, that's some Horace bullshit. <laughs> Shout, I, th- I hope he means out of the clown show, but I, I don't I, know. It's hard to say what he means. But no one from the he's Andrew, you're stupid. No one from the ACC should be in the SC, or in the college football playoff. The best team in the ACC would get blown up by Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, Cincinnati, Oklahoma. No, not maybe not Oklahoma. Um, not Oklahoma. Um, Michigan, Ole Miss. Notre Dame, Baylor, everybody but Oklahoma. There. Yep. Michigan, Wake Forest is the best team in the ACC. Michigan would kill them. Ohio State would kill them. Alabama would kill them. Georgia would nuke them. (laughs) And by nuke them, I mean Georgia would just hold them to seven points. Right. 
Georgia might actually shut them out. Um, so there's that one. And then this one comes from Twitter, Twitter user Bartimus Prime 19. That's a name. Um, this one came today, this morning, actually. The U.S. men's national team announced that one of their next quali- World Cup qualifiers happening this spring, excuse me, will be played in Columbus. Okay. Shocker. Here's why this is not shock to me. Thanks to one Mr. Lamar Hunt. Yes. That Lamar Hunt, if you were asking. There's another one? No, no, there isn't. I mean, I'm sure there is. Well, not there yet. Okay, yes, fine. <laughs> fine. <laughs> not, not a relevant one. Yeah. Um started professional soccer in the state of Ohio. More also more notably than just the state of Ohio the city of Columbus. Yes. Where the Columbus crew funny how that works out who were the first official club in the MLS played soccer. Funny how all of this works out, right? That's just convenient. <laughs> really convenient. Um, so that happened. So this should come as no shock. The Midwest or the, uh, the Great Lakes region of Ohio, Pennsylvania, Michigan, um, and Illinois, mostly Chicago area, Illinois, are a um, is kind of the hub, the capital hub of American soccer, which is why when it comes to international games and primarily World Cup qualifiers, home home World Cup qualifiers, the United States men's national team plays them in. Well, they've played a lot of them in Ohio, ten to be exact. So this comes, this should come as no shock. Bart comes with, in with this after this was announced. Terrible decision. That state doesn't deserve three World Cup qualifiers. You're just afraid you can't do you jobs and get USMNT fans in the stands. What? What's? I don't even understand the point he's trying to make. Oh, it, it gets better. Because oh, no. Bart here not only doubles down, not only triples down. Oh, no. He quintupled down five, four, five, several, multiple a, times. A lot to a little? Yes. 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 Daniel Bryan? Yes. <laughs> and he 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 doubles one thing he doubles down with. Well, this will be in Columbus. Guess we've still got to save the crew or something. Uh. No, we don't. 
And then another mm-hmm. one. Here's another one. I will because I think it's silly to force a game in cold into a cold weather climate against an inferior team in a location we've already played. We could play f- fixture somewhere other than Ohio and still have a home field advantage. If we can't, U.S. Soccer Federation is doing a bad job. And then when someone asked him where else could it be played, oh boy, he replied with, I don't know. <laughs> so he's pissed about it about that game being in Columbus but doesn't have a suggestion as to where else it should be. Yep. It gets better still. Oh my. When he is asked why when he when someone asked him why he was complaining so much, he replies with because U.S. Soccer Federation doesn't do its job to grow the game and re- and only relies on the Mayo Clan of Ohio. Huh? <laughs> yes. What? Huh? I, that one I really don't know. Like, I can't. Um, and by spring, it's it's, it's actually in like mid January, so not really spring. Um, not he, really. Someone someone else asked him this. Um, and he replied, "Play it in New England. New oh, England so now, in January I'm, is cold." Someone now pointed, he has a suggestion. Yeah, New England. Um. And then he also comes back. Another one. Why don't we go to Atlanta? Um, finds out. I find. Eventually found out that Bart is uh from Atlanta. Okay, figures. Um, I did reply to one of his tweets, and I was like, "Congratulations, Bart. You are not just one of the stupidest people on the internet. You're the whiniest today." <laughs> <clears throat> Because that's all that well, all like there is an entire like twelve tweets replies to this. Um, this one tweet by the U.S. men's national team by Bart all complaining about this, and people all telling him he's an idiot because well he is. Yep. And then of course my favorite one is still when he uh, said it was. <laughs> stupid to schedule a game in a cold weather climate in January and then later suggested had no suggestions and then also later suggested um New England um and all I got to say about uh his Atlanta one Atlanta doesn't have a soccer specific stadium no they don't Atlanta United is having to rent space from the Atlanta Falcons which that stadium is just ridiculously big for the MLS. Yeah. Century League Field where Seattle plays is ridiculously big for the MLS. That's true as well. But Seattle at least knows how to host a soccer game. I'm not convinced that Atlanta does. I mean, Atlanta doesn't host a lot of things well. No. Let's move on to your stupid people say stupid things. Because 
Well, Bart broke my brain. Okay. My brain was broke for a while. So we're going to start off with something we will get to in the news a little bit. Oh, no. There's there's some James Franklin news that we have to get to. <laughs> Unfortunately. I'm kind of, I don't know about you, I'm kind of happy about this news. Right. Well, so this is a quick sidebar. This is not the stupid person saying a stupid thing. Um, pretty much every Big Ten fan seems to be happy about this because James Franklin just isn't good about, about this extension. Um, Penn, so the whole Penn State fans, Athletic Department could be in the in there for this fucking piece of news. Right. Um, Fuck. So they, there were Michigan fans who were very happy about this, and somebody came along and said. Uh, that Michigan fans should not be happy about this <clears throat> just because of Harbaugh. And I I don't know. <clears throat> Apparently, we're not allowed to be happy that the worst coach of the Big Ten is staying. <clears throat> Whatever. Um, yeah, why? Franklin is <laughs> somehow worse than Jim Harbaugh. That we know for sure. Yes. What? 100% yes. <clears throat> The actual stupid person saying a stupid thing comes from Diner Plate on Twitter. <laughs> this person already sounds stupid. I love it. Who is defending uh, the decision to extend James Franklin. We'll talk about that he in a says, minute. Some <laughs> opinions about that. Right. Franklin is a top five recruiter and program leader in country whatever that gives you a shot year in year out top five producer of nfl talent just need to keep try i'm gonna ignore all the things that don't make any sense and just focus on him being this top five recruiter somebody then comes along and says look how give you the no no i'm gonna stop that part how is he a top okay. five leader of a program when his program's seven and four? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. 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 We're good. Okay. <laughs> so someone comes along and says, look, I'll give you the recruiting part, but he's a buffoon in game. <laughs> and then he comes back with, and I'll give you that as well. Not well in game coaching. So you want to keep a guy who just recruits decently well and then never does anything with the talent? How is that good? If you recruit well and your coach is an absolute ass bag, like, what's the point? I, <clears throat> I, I don't know. He doesn't even really recruit that great. No, I I, I think this guy is very uh, m mistaken when he says he's a top five recruiter. He might be like a top. He's a top 130. That we know for sure. <laughs> I, I'm sure he, he probably recruits better than whoever UConn had before Jim Mora. I couldn't even tell you who that, what that man's name is. No, 
No. He, uh, from all reports, he recruits better than Jimmy Lake out of um Washington. Well, all reports, <laughs> Lake recruited terribly. Right. So. <laughs> all right. So we move on from that. Uh, top five in, like, what? Top five in... Uh, maybe the Big Ten? I don't know. I wouldn't even say that! Fucking, I don't know. Um, Top five thing. in Pennsylvania? <laughs> there was a thing that happened. You, please. There was a thing that happened in the Pistons and Lakers game. Uh... Yes. LeBron LeBron James, <clears throat> unintentionally or not, I mean, we'll get into this first. I don't think he meant to hit him in the face. <clears throat> no, I agree with the, that. But the elbow that he did throw, I mean, you don't just you don't just throw it and not intend to like make contact. I will also like, agree I don't with think that. He, <clears throat> I don't think he meant to hit him in the face, but whatever. I will agree with both of those statements. I believe. The, and the, I want to say one thing real quick on it because it's not really okay. in the news um, because it didn't it really not. need to be. Um, the closed oh he had a he had a closed fist. Um, I want all of those people that I saw on Twitter or Facebook, all of those, and I'm most of them probably aren't even um Pistons fans. I want all of probably those not. people try and just do any athletic <laughs> movement with your hands wide open like this. You don't. It doesn't happen. <laughs> <clears throat> so like it just doesn't the close fist like when you're look at any basketball player in in that motion trying to fight off of a fight off a um a box out or fight around a screen or anything their hands are, are closed somewhat that's all i gotta say about that so this stupid person actually comes from youtube that's wild new. boy, wild boy on YouTube. Sounds he sounds stupid. Did something you should never do. He went he went full Horace. Oh yes. LeBron only pat him because he's acknowledging his skills. Stewart, by the way, his name is Isaiah Stewart with a T. Yeah, a D. Should. Stop using those baby oils. It literally makes his skin thin, easily bruise. Repeat that. LeBron only pat him because he's acknowledging his skills. Steward should stop using those baby oils. It literally makes his skin thin, easily bruise. Yes. He went full Horace. <clears throat> and finally, it was announced a while ago, but it finally happened over the weekend. <clears throat> the last Kmart store in Michigan closed a couple days ago on, on Sunday. I'm not uh, sad. <clears throat> 
Mm, I can't say I am. I honestly can't remember the last time I shopped in a Kmart. Obviously, I, I do. <clears throat> well, I I honestly can't. I do, and you want to know why? Because you were there recently? Ish? No. Oh. Uh, it's been a couple years. Okay. <clears throat> about about two years ago. Oh, boy. Um, And you know why I went inside of Kmart? I want to know why. I'm curious. Because, <clears throat> because I was driving home i believe i was in mount pleasant and i was driving home and um came across one that was closing oh yeah (laughs) so i went in to see if there was any sort of uh any sort of good stuff for like 70 percent off that's i mean that's that's honestly fair we haven't had a kmart here in town in like five years it's been a little bit now so yeah i'm thinking three or four years somewhere in there um i honestly don't think i had been in a kmart before that one closed for like four or five years before it closed i mean it's a game so we're looking probably close to eight years now nine years so so anyway but yes continue kmart has been dying a very slow painful death literally since the early 2000s Kind of looks like Ohio State football sometimes, how they're uh, how they beat beat opponents. It it's slow and painful uh, what's been happening to Kmart. Ever even before like Sears bought them, <laughs> they were dying. Yeah, early mid two thousands, and they were already dying. Yeah, because Which Walmart makes exists. This comment, right. Which makes this comment from Brad even more curious, because he simply says. Thanks a lot, Biden. Biden was president in 2004? And is hell-bent on destroying Kmart? (laughs) Them damn Kmarts, man. (laughs) That's all I got. Shall we? Let's move on to the news. God. I still can't get over fucking Wild Boy going full Horus. That's that's amazing. Oh my god, yes. Moving on to the news. Advice, <clears throat> advice to everyone out there. Never go full Horus. Yes. Moving on to the news. The Penn news. State head coach, we, uh, we talked about this and stupid people say stupid things. Penn State gives James Franklin a massive 10-year contract extension with a $7.5 million base salary. I'm just going to read this part as it says. Okay. His buyout to get rid of him (laughs) will start at $12 million and will will progressively decrease to $1 million by 2026. So I don't think there's the reason I word it that way is I don't think there's any chance that he coaches out that whole ten year deal. Oh, not a shot. Like there's no there's no way. Not but, a shot. So it starts at, I don't even know why this is a thing. The buyout starts at twelve million dollars and that only stays there until April of next year. <laughs> Why would why would they fire him 
in between that time? I don't know. I guess that's why the buyout's so high. Um, Awesome. It's ridiculous. But it does go down to the $1 million by 2026 and stays there uh, throughout the rest of the duration of the contract, which is literally half of it. So they could easily get him to coach half of it and then send him packing. Because let's be honest, it's James Franklin. He's not going to get any better. So... I don't know. I don't know. Don't. <clears throat> if I was a Penn State fan, I would not like this move whatsoever. I don't think Penn State fans do like this move. As it, an, <clears throat> I saw a lot of popcorn emojis in the comment sections because people were just waiting for the reaction on this one. Like, um, uh, I did not expect this to happen. James Franklin has beaten Ohio State once. That's all I got. Congratulations. It was in 2016 with uh, the blocked field goal and blocked punt game. Oh, yeah. That game. That's how. Blocked field goal and a blocked punt both returned for touchdowns. <laughs> um, I know Penn, I know James Franklin has uh, coached Penn State to a couple wins over Michigan. But that's really about it. That's, <laughs> that's, that's one it. Of them being, one of them being last year, the year I like to forget. They did beat them last year. Wow, that's a, I I honestly forget that game because both teams sucked massive ass last year. Yeah, we did. They were both terrible. Um. Um. Yeah. James I, Franklin is somehow still employed. I don't. I, don't I figured he. I honestly thought maybe just because just maybe because of how many jobs that are open that are honestly more better looking, more sought after jobs over Penn State right now. I figured this was solely – I figured they would maybe extend, try and extend him like two years just to keep him for Ten the next – years. Yeah, I figured if they were going to try and extend James Franklin to keep him keep him there, it was only going to be for a couple of years because who the fuck are you going to go out and hire right now at Penn State? It's honestly like why I've t- – what I've said, what I've said to you about Harbaugh, like Mich- like if Harbaugh leaves or if Michigan decides to get rid of him, who's the, who are they gonna get? Nobody. There's nobody. Like that is the college football coaching coaching world right now. Is there's nobody. I don't know. Did you say Chip Ke- Chip Kelly from Michigan or just Chip Kelly in general? In general, I don't want them in Michigan. I was saying, like, no. yeah, no, like there, that's that's really it. There's like nobody. <laughs> like, what what big name coach are you gonna go out and get? <clears throat> not nobody there. There's really not a lot of people. Les Miles, I guess, is chilling at home, but oh, he's not at Kansas anymore. He got fired already. <laughs> I don't it. remember. Let's find out. You want to take this next piece of news? I'll I'll Google it. It says he's a former American football coach. He most recently served as the head coach of Kansas. So, yes, apparently he did get fired. Oh, pff, shocker. Okay. Um, yes. I honestly, I honestly don't know why. Why did he get fired? Keep going. The next piece of news revolves around the New York football giants. They have fired offensive coordinator Jason Garrett, uh, which comes as a bit of a shock to me <clears throat> that it's him and not Joe Judge, the head coach, because Joe Judge ain't it. <clears throat> but Jason Garrett is gone 
after the uh, 30 to 10 loss. To oh, I know. Russ Miles was um. This was actually earlier this year, even. Placed on administrative leave and then eventually fired because of inappropriate conduct with female students at LSU. While at oh LSU. That's why. Jesus Christ. Continue. Why? Yeah, right. But continue. Good Lord. But yeah, no, I'm really surprised that this isn't Joe Judge uh, being uh, booted from the New York Giants. I mean, Jason Garrett's not good either, but I feel like... <clears throat> He's not the biggest problem there. So I'm that that confuses me. <clears throat> like if you're gonna do this, that that almost guarantees that Joe Judge isn't going anywhere. Yeah. I would think. I don't know what to say. Like I, it, Joe Judge like the Giants they exist. They exist, and they will continue to be as terrible as they are until they get rid of not even just Joe Judge, but GM Dave Gettleman. Dave Gettleman is an absolute until they can honestly until they can keep Saquon Barkley healthy, which they never will because Gettleman <laughs> Gettleman can't can't do his job and actually get people on this team. Yeah, moving on to uh, state while well, staying in the NFL, I should say. Matt Nagy, uh, this is actually got nick just got nixed apparently earlier today. Did, did so by who? Um, George McCaskey. Who the fuck? Uh, team chairman. Huh. Bears chairman George McCaskey. Um, but Matt Nagy, there was rumors that Matt Nagy was going to get fired after the Bears game against uh, the Lions tomorrow on Thanksgiving. Um, apparently, team Bears, Chicago Bears chair, team chairman George McCaskey addressed players on Wednesday and told them that Nagy would not be fired after Thursday's game. Um, I feel like they could have bit that in the butt earlier. <clears throat> like, Nagy was asked about it, and he just said, look, I'm focused on doing my job, and the typical... You know, the the answer you'd expect. Yeah. I don't know. What if they lose, though? Yeah, I... <clears throat> when I first started hearing news about this, I wanted to bring this up to you, because I saw something about this. Okay. What do you... In... <clears throat> I'm not saying this is going to happen, or this even would okay. happen. What would you think? What do you, what do you think the odds of like if Harbaugh wanted to jump back to the NFL? If if Jim Harbaugh wanted to jump back to the NFL? Okay. Do you think the Bears would be that team? Good. Uh, they'd probably be one of the uh, one of the ones. That good young. I mean, it's not Indy. I think if he, I think he really wants to go to Indy. Right, but Frank Wright kind of has a stranglehold on that job. Yeah, so, but Chicago, Matt Nagy gets gone. You have a good young quarterback in Justin Fields, or, well, a young, potentially good quarterback in Justin Fields. You have a defense that on paper should be good if it stays healthy. And you just got to go out and make some smart moves. Well, and if I'm not mistaken, uh, Jim did play in Chicago as well. I believe so, which is why... He was drafted by the Bears. Which is why when I saw that rumor, I did want 
that, that wasn't even a try and stir the pot kind of thing that I was going right. to bring up. Because I saw that, I was like, that wouldn't be a... <clears throat> um, let's see. Yep, he was drafted by the Bears, was there from 87 to 93. Yep. Um, yeah, when I yeah. saw that, I was like, that would not be a terrible move for him. Like, I was just curious what your thoughts on that would be. <clears throat> no, I mean... If it's like, going to happen, I, mean, I think this would like the Bears would be a team. The Bears would be a team. Um, yeah, Indy doesn't look like they're going to have a coach opening for quite some time. Because uh, if I remember Frank, correctly, he's in the Indy Hall or Indy Ring of Fame. I believe he is. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So I mean, yeah, that's a possibility. The Bears are a possibility. Um. I'm not sure. It's, it depends on what he wants to do because you know we've talked about it before like they aren't gonna fire him michigan ain't gonna fire him no so no matter what way that, <clears throat> well the only way that he goes anywhere is if he leaves on his own yeah. so I, I i could see the bears being an option but at the same time i mean he's had opportunities seemingly every single off season to jump back to the nfl and he hasn't done it and i mean they've had coach openings since he's been in michigan <clears throat> Yeah, he's been I believe he's been rumored to go to the Bears before and he hasn't. But so we'll see. I mean, out of I'll say this, like out of all, all the teams that are looking at having a coach opening like the Bears are. I mean, if Jim wanted to go, I feel like that would be the one. The Bear, like, he's not going to go to. I don't I don't think Urban Meyer is going to be out of Jacksonville this year. I think he'll have another year unless he wants to I, leave. Right. Um. <sighs> Where was I? Um. Because I actually had a list of some teams that possibly could be. <clears throat> um. Houston, maybe. Hard to say. I honestly think the um. That judge should be out at New at the Giants. I think he has to be. The 49ers are kind of hit and miss. I mean, he wouldn't go back there. No, he wouldn't go back there though. Um, I think Riverboat Ron Rivera's fine at Washington. Yeah, I think so. I don't, I Who's don't Denver's head coach right now? Who's Denver's HC? How long has he been there? Oh, I don't know. Because Denver's kind of had that, like Denver this year especially has just fallen off a cliff. I'm curious now. <clears throat> um, Robert Sala at New York in the at, at New York, the Jets. He's fine. Oh, it's still it's still Vic Fangio. Uh, I could see I could see that one opening up. Houston, yes. I don't know about Houston. I mean, that's the their head coach is in his first year, so they. Oh yeah, you're right. They one. do have a new. He he is. They are in a new um regime. You're right. Vegas I mean, is definitely going to be open, most likely. I would assume so. I don't think they're going to keep the the interim guy. Yeah. So I think right now Chicago would be Jim's best bet if he wanted to jump to the NFL, unless something opens up that we don't see coming. Right. Um, yeah, like like I said, I, I think that one out of the potential openings 
around the NFL, I think Chicago would probably make the most sense. I don't. I don't necessarily, and the reason I also wanted to bring that up is I don't necessarily foresee Jim um, retiring as a college coach, but hard to say. Let's move on, though. Right. Um, do you got this piece of news, or do, you, do I? Sure. Okay. Tennessee Titans have released running back Adrian Peterson after a three-game stint uh, that saw him rush for uh, 27, or to rush 27 times for 82 yards and one touchdown. Um, Titans are Titans like the guy, the other guys that they signed, um, when Derrick Henry went down a little bit more, I mean, they got Devontae Freeman over there. Um, so, I mean, Adrian Peterson's just old at this point <laughs> has the future hall of famer in your opinion, played his last NFL game. Um, <laughs> it's hard to say. I think like I, said, I do believe Adrian Peterson is could be a future Hall of Famer. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think there's any doubt at this point. Like you, at one, he was comeback player of the year at one point because he tore everything that you could tear in his one leg. Right. Um, and that's an injury right there that most running backs that that's it. Right, and like just look at how long his career has been. It feels and like he's been around forever. He's he's Frank Gore esque. Right. Frank um, Gore hasn't even officially retired. He's not on the team right now, but yeah. Somebody, somebody, bring in Frank Gore, please. Um, I unfortunately do believe uh, Adrian Peterson's has played his final game, NFL game. Unfortunately, I I don't want to believe that because he comes from an era of running back that they just they are football. <laughs> like it's like Brian when Brian Urlacher and Ray Lewis retired, it, or uh, Ed Reed, right. Troy Palomalu. It's like they are that they are football. Yeah, I get what you're saying. And Adrian Peterson was one of those guys. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I do believe yeah, yes, I, he's at that point. I mean, I thought he was at that point when. He was out from Washington, and then he signed with Detroit. <laughs> and, like, <clears throat> I don't know. That man's probably going to run forever. Who knows? I feel like there, I feel like there's still a spot for him in the league. I'm I mean, sure he I, could I, find a team. I'm sure at some point there will be a team that like, would want him. I could see put it. Him down, put him down in Atlanta. <clears throat> like, they – Cordero Patterson's banged up. Like, and your best option is Mike Davis. Mm. Like – yeah, just just sign Adrian Peterson down there. What do you got to lose? Valid. Okay. That is true. Moving on. The Tampa Bay Rays signed oh, 20-year-old Wander Franco to a 12-year, $223 million deal. Uh, nice. Which, 185 of which is guaranteed. Franco has played 70 games in his MLB career, batting 288. Seven home runs, 39 RBIs, and a 3.5 wins above replacement. Wow. First off, this is surprising simply because the Rays spent some money. Uh, yes. That's not something they often do. Correct. Um, And then it's also surprising to see this kind of deal 
given to a guy. And I mean, look, Juan Franco is a stud. Like yes. he's gonna he's gonna have a great career. But he's only played seventy games. <laughs> like, how do you keep the young guy there? But he wasn't. I guess they just wanted to lock him up now. Yeah. I mean, he was not. He was not pressing free agency. Like he wasn't gonna go anywhere. But <laughs> the timing I, of this is just very strange. It keeps him there till he's thirty-two. Keeps him there yeah, through like the entirety of the prime of his career. Um, right. So, like I said, lock him up now. I, I I don't hate I don't hate the move. It is odd. I don't hate it either. It's just something you don't really see. Like I mean, seventy career games. The guy gets paid fucking okay. It's so it's a long deal. At but, twelve years, yep. But the money is not like. I mean, it seems like a lot, but you spread out that. Most times you see deals like this, they're in the three hundred million dollar range. They're they're yeah. way higher. So I would imagine, you know, I I don't think he's gonna become a bum at any point in that contract. Like like you said, I mean, he's there throughout the entirety of his prime necessarily or essentially. Like what again? What amazes me about this is the Rays are Tampa Bay Rays are spending money. Yeah, I, t- I did not expect that. Uh, anything else to add to it? No, no. Good for good for Wander, man. <laughs> Alrighty. Yeah, I, hey, he's a stud. Good for him. Let's move on. Who's taking this? We did not. <laughs> it's, it's F1. You might as well. Okay. The Qatari Grand Prix. Lewis Hamilton had a phenomenal drive uh one uh-huh. well had a drive yeah one by is that number right uh 25 seconds 25 7 is that right yep okay <laughs> that's what i thought but then I, you see it and you're like huh uh, one over Max I, Verstappen by 25.743 seconds. He had. I had to double check it to make sure it was right. He, uh, what was the what was the phrasing that I used just a minute ago? Uh, I don't know what fra- what what. Had a phenomenal <laughs> drive. Yes. Yeah. Put on or as you wrote, put on a clinic. Yeah, I did. I did write that. Um, both of those statements would be kind of correct accurate um and fernando alonso hits uh rounds out the podium hell yeah fernando a full almost minute behind (laughs) with hamilton but i mean hey but hey good for fernando i i I, hey it's been a while good for him since fernando's gotten on the podium um sergio perez is chasing him down but he he sergio just didn't have enough time so Hey, good for good for Fernando, good for Alpine. Uh, good stuff there. I mean, they've gotten yeah. a win and a podium in this season. Like, where the fuck did that come from? And remember, this is this is Renault essentially. Yeah, this is last year's Renault. Um, Verstappen Max's lead is cut down to eight in the champ points in the championship uh, with races at two tracks that I wish we didn't race at. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saudi Arabia and Abu Dhabi. 
to go. Well, to be f- to be fair, I I don't mind the tracks. I just wish they were in different places. Yeah, yeah, I do. I don't hate the tracks. I just the countries. You said it last week when um, because I had I had this race as my one for the road, just because right. there wasn't really a lot of great football or anything happening last weekend. And you said it like. It's hard for F1 to be for everybody when you have three got, countries that... Right. Like, the end of the season as well. Like, races that we should be, like, so excited about and just focusing on, on the racing. And we're in fucking Tutter, Saudi Arabia, Arabia, and Abu Dhabi. Like, great. Yeah. Be but... like, uh... <clears throat> I was going to try and find a NASCAR comparison, but I don't really know if there is one. Yeah. I would say, I would say Alabama, but I mean, Talladega's that's a pretty sweet track. So, and Alabama ain't no, uh, Alabama ain't no, uh, Saudi Arabia or place like that. Yeah. <clears throat> um, it's just full of dumb, dumb rednecks. Yes. And the last piece of news, um, I didn't even see this. Is there a picture of this somewhere? Uh, I saw this on Up North Live. I'm sure there's places somewhere. I'm going to try and find it on Twitter. I will take the news piece, even though this has to do more with you. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, just, I didn't even know it was a thing. I saw it earlier this morning. The statue of Bo Schimbeckler on Michigan's campus was defaced last night with red paint and a message of Bo New. Hashtag hail to the victims, which was in reference to the sexual assault victims of Dr. of Dr. Robert Anderson. Um, what did he he was the Michigan team doctor, correct? Yeah. Okay, thank you. Like or what he was he just the football team or was he just uh, athletic department that, doctor? What was what That's a good question. I okay. don't know the I don't know the exact answer. At least for football, yes. Okay. Let's see. Yeah, I see this picture now. Let's see. I mean, I don't even know why that statue's still up, to be honest. Uh, yeah, I kind of figured you uh, would not hate this piece of news, even though you might not like the color of paint. <laughs> Can't even be mad at it. You know, most most uh, Rivalry Week stuff, like, you know, gets pretty stupid, but, like, I... What am I supposed to do? Try try and defend Bo? I know yeah. that. And not not gonna happen. So. I honestly like. I, I can't really find out a whole lot. It's not helping me. Um, internet's not helping me. I honestly like, the whole hail to the victims thing. I think red paint was just a choice of it being this weekend. Yeah, I'm sure. Because I've seen news pieces since this story came out of. Hashtag hail to the victims in blue and yellow, or in maize and maize and blue, I mean, or as sometimes I affectionately call it, uh, blue and corn, corn and blue, because <laughs> maize is corn. Oh, it's. <laughs> um, yeah, this. I mean, it is what it is. I, I, I. The whole the statue thing. I mean. Why is that statue still up? I don't know. I, I have zero idea. Like they, it's not like they haven't done things that kind of erase 
the legacy in anything. So there's this there's this video that they play um, right before Michigan comes out of the tunnel, and it used to have a uh, couple different things from Bo in there, a couple different snippets from uh, the that whole the team, the team, the team speech. Yeah. And um, those have been taken out, like they aren't in there anymore. So I don't really understand why we're only doing that in some spots, but yet I'm fairly certain there's still a Schembechler Hall. Um, the statue's still there. In fact, I'm fairly certain that's where the statue is. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It'll, I'm sure it'll get taken down, but... This, this is just so bad. Like, this isn't even me as an Ohio State fan saying this is bad. This is me just as no, a human I mean, being saying this is bad. Right. Yeah, it, it's, and that's where I'm at, too. Like, you know, I can be a Michigan fan all I want, but, like, it's just to the point. Like, that that's not even relevant in that case just because, like, it's despicable humans. So, and, like, like, it just – at that point, being a fan of a team doesn't matter. I, I, I've never enjoyed the, the fans that just – defended him just because you know he was the michigan's head coach for a while (laughs) yeah i don't know you know i'm sure those same michigan fans are probably shitting all over joe paterno and rightfully so but like you can't have it both ways like yeah (laughs) keep your keep your standards consistent please it's just it's bad um moving on let's get into the college football recap Oh boy. Um, number one, Georgia played Charleston Southern. Georgia won fifty-six-seven. What number... the fuck is up with these SEC teams playing absolute garbage late in the schedule? Like, I don't. I, I get that they all we all have the same amount of non-conference games, but why is this game happening now? <clears throat> I, I don't know why they schedule it this late. Like, I mean, I Alabama, get why. Alabama had a cookie last week. Yeah. I don't understand it. I know why. It's just they start their they start their um SEC scheduling usually a little earlier or play like an yeah, SEC game week 1 and then they have this mid-season fucking stupid. I don't like it, but I yeah. Number 2 Alabama It's just, it's just obnoxious because like we got to deal with these garbage games late in the season for yeah like just get them out of the way early yeah number two alabama played number 21 arkansas alabama 142 35 uh-oh alabama's got some problems late season oh (laughs) could make for Um, some interesting things in the iron bowl on saturday i've been telling i've been saying for a couple weeks now that i thought that that game could be interesting even though um auburn has not looked phenomenal uh, they had a, a couple losses here in the last two, three weeks or so. Um, the solid teams, though. I, yeah, no, good, you know, good SEC teams, not like garbage like Vanderbilt or something. Yeah. Uh, I would not be surprised, and I do believe that is uh, that is at Auburn as well. Yes. I, if if I remember correctly. And so, it's in the pick, so we'll um, get to talk about it here in a little while. I don't know if you saw this. With, at, I don't know if you saw this, but I'll say it now. There are 20 games yeah in the picks this week so i made my picks on on my stream earlier this morning and i was going through i was like holy fuck why are there so many games then i realized i was like oh yeah 
there were just way too many good ones, some good rivalry games in there. I had to throw all the Big Ten in there. Had to do it. Like, I was just we like, holy shit, it feels like I've been doing this forever. And then I realized that there was 20 games. It's like, oh, because I have. Right, I actually had to change the settings of the pool because it was limited to 15 games. So I had to up it to 20. We can back a lot. I think the limit was 30. Oof. Oh, good lord. Let's move on. Let's. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Problems in Eugene. Number 23, Utah beat number three, Oregon, 38-7 to this game. You know, we talked about the Sun Backdoor cover. I didn't know, I did not know what Las Vegas saw in Utah. I still don't know, but they were right. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I think we got to start listening to these weird spreads that make no sense. Like, every, it seems like we get burnt on them every single week. We got burnt like, on Oklahoma State, Iowa State. We got burnt on Wake Forest, which we'll talk about here in a minute, against Clemson. And then burnt on Utah against Oregon. And there's been a couple other ones as well. Like it's Yeah, it's, those are just the most notable three. There was there was a game with stupid Rutgers in there uh, against Illinois, I believe, that that spread made no sense because Illinois was coming off the uh, win against Penn State. And I believe they were dogs, or it, it was a they were either it, it was a pick 'em at the yeah. very least. Yeah, I remember that. Um, so, like, and and then what do you know? Stupid Rutgers. <clears throat> it was always stupid Rutgers. Apparently. I'm glad I stayed away from that game in terms of betting. I, I, I that was what I wanted no part of. Yeah. Um. Scared, scared the shit out. Kavion Thibodeau, all I got to say about this game, Kavion Thibodeau looked terrible. I Against I, Utah. I, I've watched him a bit this year, and I just don't understand why the hype, why he's just, why everyone thinks he's going to be this number one overall pick. Like, honestly, in terms of defensive ends, in terms of consistency, I'd rather have Aiden Hutchinson, and that's not even me being just a Homer, Michigan fan. Like, and Aiden Hutchinson isn't a number one overall pick. Like, well, he's he's getting up there. It, 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 we're talking about you know top ten, top five, maybe. But like, I would and Aiden Hutchinson Aiden, is I rather, solid. I will say that. I would, I would much rather have Aiden Hutchinson. And he's even got like, <clears throat> like they started to like double team him. Some teams did, and then they emergence of David Jabo on the other side, so they couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> Yeah, Kevion Thibodeau did have um seven total tackles, zero of which were in the backfield, no sacks. Like he just didn't look he kinda got manhandled a bit. Well, I don't believe Aiden Hutchinson had a sack either uh this last week, but at the same time that's just because uh Maryland held him at every opportunity. Kevion Thibodeau just kinda called. got straight up it was, manhandled. It was, it was egregious enough for the Big Ten to actually call it. Like they just they had no answer for, for Aiden. Like yeah, uh-oh. All I got to say about yeah, Oregon. Problems, problems at the cavern and I have Austin Stadium. That was that was a road game. What am I talking about? Right. <laughs> um, want to talk about a team that had some problems? It wasn't number four, Ohio State. It was number seven, Michigan State. Michigan, The Michigan State Spartans ranked seventh in the country behind Kenneth Walker and how great he is. Traveled to yep. Columbus. <laughs> Number number seven, Michigan State scored as many points as they are ranked. 
In other words, seven points. And Ohio State scored a whole fucking lot more. <laughs> yes. If I was the one who wrote, wrote the notes, this would have read Ohio State, a metric fuck ton. Michigan State, the opposite. But Jordan wrote the notes, so it reads Ohio State 56, Michigan State 7. Well, I actually comp- copied and pasted it from NCAA.com because oh, I was lazy. Fair. So. Fair. <laughs> um, um, Ohio State scored 49 in the first oh. half. CJ Stroud threw for 400 yards in the first half. Yeah, that dude, that dude had a game. Like that was, that was insane. How I mean, worried are you, right? Now. How worried were you watching that score line? Just like. Um, not very, because Penn or uh, Michigan State rather does have the worst pass defense in the country. So that's what anybody should be doing. Fair. Against Michigan State. Fair. So, am I that worried? No, because our our defense is way way better than Michigan State's. Um, Fair. Good, good lord. That, that is fair. What, what in the hell is Mel Tucker doing? I get there were rumors out there that Kenneth Walker was injured. Six times, he though. Harried the ball six times. Six times, though. You rushed five different backs for 21 total carries. And um, a whole 66 yards, though, too. <laughs> and like Kenneth Walker had had 25 yards on six carries. Yep. Elijah Collins. Michigan State running back Elijah Collins had uh, 29 yards on three carries in the fourth quarter when the game was well in hand. What the heck? We didn't mention it in the news. It is now official that Mel Tucker has signed a 10-year, 95 million dollar deal to stay at Michigan State. Glad that's what you're getting. <clears throat> Fuck. What the hell was that? That was rough. What was that? And I thought, like, I didn't think Michigan State was going to be able to win this game. I thought because of how good Kenneth Walker was, this game was going to be a little closer. And Ohio State wasn't going to score 49 and a half. They scored 49 and a half? <clears throat> yeah, they oh, scored 49 in the first half. half. Okay. I betting took over my brain here. I was like, how do you score a half point? <laughs> I'm sure Ohio State would have found a way against Michigan State. They were... I mean, what Stroud did is exactly what he should do, and that's light up the worst pass defense. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, I mean, that, and that, that's not saying that that only happened because Michigan State's pass defense is bad. Now Stroud's been doing that all year. Um, Other than against Penn State? Right, but Penn State actually has a defense. I was going to say, Penn State's the... Like, he did it to Nebraska. They just couldn't score in the red zone. Hail to the field goals? That's <laughs> what Ohio State did to beat Nebraska. Yeah, y'all, channel, y'all channeled Michigan on that one. Yeah, um, fuck, that was rough. Good, good God. Um, Fucking next. Or, or if you have anything to say, I this this game blew my mind. I, yeah, mine too. I thought because of how good, because I think Mel Tucker is like a solid coach. Uh, solid. He does do some stupid things. I don't but, think he's as good as D'Antonio was, because I think D'Antonio, up until the last couple of years when D'Antonio kind of mailed it in, I think Mark D'Antonio was a good coach for Michigan State. Yeah, for sure. And you know, and I think the the. the you know, lull that MSU was in in his later years was just because he was hiring his buddies. Yeah. Like, 
he was hiring his friends to be coordinators and other coaches on the team, and they were they were terrible. Um, they shouldn't have even. They wouldn't have a job at any other school in Division One. <clears throat> and yet they're buddies with Mark, so they hired him. Michigan State. Michigan. That that defensive yes, coordinator. Man, I was I was happy to see it. That defensive coordinator's got to go. But he and that's the thing. I was talking to a, a friend of mine. He, that that defensive coordinator was brought in with Mel Tucker by Mel Tucker. Yep. And do you want to give him one more year because a lot of Michigan State's who would have been their start Michigan State starters throughout the entire year have been hurt. No. Do you want to get rid of give him one more year? I don't think so because just no. they were bad last year with those starters. Nice. They were bad. They've been bad. That was bad. Moving on. Michigan State's defense is bad. Number five, Cincinnati played SMU. It was a route. 48-14. Whoop-de-fuck. It was. <laughs> Whoop-de-fuck. Cincinnati, because Oregon fucked, you're in the top four. Congrats, guys. You, If things go according to plan, you're going to have to play Georgia, and it's going to be ugly. Yeah, that's that's a rough one for for Cincy. Um, I mean, I do expect a little bit of a shakeup. I don't think Georgia's going to be... Uh, um, moving from number one, I think they're they're solid. I I feel like they'll beat Alabama in the SEC championship. Um, <clears throat> Alabama might, since he might get to three. I don't know, since he might get lucky and 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 get the third spot and avoid Georgia for for the semifinal. I don't know. And then um, possibly have to play Ohio State and get. <laughs> and I mean, the question has to be asked with that with Alabama. If they do lose to Georgia in the SEC championship, like, where do you put them? Are they even in? No. I would think not. We'll talk about that later, rematch. but no. It would just set up a rematch with Georgia. Yeah. Um, Number six, Michigan played Maryland, 59-18. Uh, Ohio State scored more points against Maryland than Michigan did. Yeah, that's not surprising. Um, um, won by more points. Uh, all I got to say about this game, I turned this game off after, like, the third drive. I I actually turned this game off after Kane McNamara threw a ball and hit his lineman in the back of the head. He does that a lot. <laughs> like, I saw that and I was like, um, Cade. He does that a lot. I feel like at least once every game, it seems, he throws a ball into into alignment i swear <laughs> is it seriously that common yes it happens so often and, like i've watched more michigan football than i would normally this year just because they're all gotta gauge that threat level <clears throat> not not even that they're just like all year it seems like they've been in a different time slot from ohio state <laughs> yeah that that is also true that uh, because I've watched a lot of Ohio State this year as well. Because normally, same with, MS, same with MSU. Normally, Ohio State and Michigan have been play, like historically playing the same time slot. This year, that's it's been changed. Um, right, like Fox, Fox will get Michigan, ESPN will get uh, Ohio State, or vice versa, and they've, they've been playing at different times all year. Yeah. Um. But even I haven't seen him that much. But like, I saw that it, and I was like, um. It happens. And a then, lot. and then Tua or Tua Leah did it the drive before, so it happened back to back drives from both quarterbacks, and I was like, this game's ass. And then I turned on UCLA USC and uh, 
Tuolia Tagovailoa is not good, apparently. The entirety, well, I won't say the entirety, but the majority of the Maryland offense was uh, good coverage downfield by, by Michigan's uh, defensive backs, okay. good pass coverage, and Talia would scramble. And that was where they picked up the majority of their yards. And then also a catch that wasn't even a catch that they hurried to the line so fast that the replay booth couldn't even buzz down quick enough to try and reverse it. Huh. Like, the, their uh, uh, touchdown drive in the third quarter, the biggest play on that drive was a ball that hit the ground, but they just rushed the line so fast that nobody could. Like, it wasn't even up on the replay screen yet. Like, Jim couldn't even challenge it. They rushed up so fast that it just it never had a shot at getting at getting reviewed. Sounds about um, right. For Michigan, I mean, not a lot to say. I mean, Maryland's not good. Um, this was a very complete game, which was good to see. I mean, offense, defense, and even special teams. We had a block punt, uh, good good returns, uh, good punt returns, and stuff like that. Uh, just you know, good to see. I mean. You, to have any sort of confidence in Michigan going into this week, I mean, I feel like they had to do something like this, and that's exactly what they did. And they they probably would have scored more points, but I mean, we saw quarterbacks in this game that we haven't seen since since non. Yeah, like we saw we saw Dan Bellari, uh, and when when I think it was you to, who told me that he was out, or I said no, I saw it on Twitter. I had to go Google him. Dan Dan Bellari? Yeah. Yeah, he does not he does not play much. I had he to go played, ESP and uh, stat check that I was like, who? Yep. He's one of oh. Michigan's like seven quarterbacks. Also, the best thing about the Ohio State Michigan game Michigan State game, I got to see Quinn Ewers. Yes. <laughs> I forgot I forgot to mention that there. So <laughs> quick quick sidebar. So we have we have the group chat with you, me, and Caleb. <laughs> so Austin's going. He's Quinn Ewers put his helmet on. <laughs> and he just says, I want Quinn Ewers. I want Quinn Ewers. I want Quinn Ewers. <laughs> and I literally told him I didn't care. <laughs> like, good God. Um, it's been a running thing. Been... If anyone follows me on Twitter, it's been a running thing in every Ohio State blowout of I want to see Quinn Ewers. Austin has wanted to see Quinn Ewers a lot, and the only reason that you did is because Jack Miller's a piece of shit. So. Thank, thank God. Jack Miller, like, there's rumors that he might not actually travel to Michigan for this game. <laughs> that's notable, because that's not a very long way to go. I know. <laughs> like, they, they don't God. even take a plane up to Ann Arbor. They take a bus. Why did, right. Why do they even reinstate him? I guess just because what happened with his charges happened? Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't think there was, like, a legitimate reason to not reinstate him. I think it, I think it was essentially a to not get sued reason. Probably so. I mean, I, I just, I don't know. Because obviously if his lawyer was good enough to get him off of um oh, OVI charges... Get him dropped down to a misdemeanor traffic offense. Yeah. Good Lord I would assume because from somebody who didn't even take a breathalyzer. Because he didn't tough. he didn't dress for um Ohio State Michigan State. 
He didn't actually. No, he was reinstated. He didn't dress though. Yeah, which is comical because you had the ESPN lady sideline reporter. Said that he did. I was like, Ohio State has a quarter. Like at the beginning of the first half when we did see Stroud go out for, or the second half to see when we saw Stroud go out for like a drive. Well, Ohio State has a quarterback scenario because they could burn the red shirts of um, both Kyle McCord and Jack Miller. I was like, but Jack and I even sent this to our group chat with Caleb. I was like. ESPN's talking about Jack Miller like he's actually dressed to play. He was indeed not. No. But to wrap up Michigan, yeah, just just um, solid performance against an inferior opponent. I mean, that's what you you had to go out and do. Um, threw a couple wrinkles in there uh, as well. Um, uh, pass. Uh, to the opposite side of the field, the far side of the field, on a uh, punt return. That, uh, I thought that was a kick return. A... Was it a kick return? It I was a special teams return. play. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I know it was a. I know it was a special teams play. I thought it was a kick return, yeah. but whatever. Something. <clears throat> whatever it was. Yeah, no, that that was a nice little wrinkle in there. We hadn't seen that all year. I don't um, know if you're gonna be able to run it against Ohio State though, but yeah. Who knows? <clears throat> Jim might try. Who knows what Jim's got up his up his fucking this head? I don't know. That quadruple Um, pass, quadruple reverse pass that turned into a tight end screen that Purdue ran against Michigan State. Purdue tried to use (laughs) against Ohio State and turned the ball over. (laughs) Right. Yeah, I don't know. It's that. I mean, it was just nice to see a little bit of a wrinkle. Yeah, I get it. Against you guys or not? So, um, just just. Solid. I mean, we scored. We scored the classic Ohio State number of points. Fifty-nine. Fifty-nine, indeed. Um, moving on. Number eight, Notre Dame played Georgia Tech. It was fifty-five-zero. Nothing to say here. How you doing? Keep it moving. Yep. <laughs> number nine, uh, Oklahoma State scored twenty-three. They beat Texas Tech twenty-three-zero. Nothing to say here. Oklahoma State's nothing, probably going to beat Oklahoma. Oklahoma. That's actually all I got to say. Nothing to say here. Just like uh, the, just like what Texas Tech scored. Nothing. <laughs> yep. Uh, number 10, Wake Forest played Clemson. Uh, Clemson won 48-27. Clemson's now ranked. Of course they are. Of course they are. Number, t- uh, number 11, Baylor, who was an underdog against Kansas State. Vegas got this one wrong. I know because I won money on it. <laughs> well, I would have I would have won money had Oregon won, but Oregon didn't win. But you got the pick right. Yes, I got the pick right. Uh, Baylor, number 11 Baylor, beat Kansas State 20-10. to 10. This is an odd game because both starting quarterbacks got hurt. Yeah, that's, that's Big it. Big 12. Big 12, <laughs> yeah. Number uh, 12, Ole Miss played Vanderbilt. Final score was Matt Corral's team 31, Vanderbilt 17. Mm-hmm. Um, number 13, Oklahoma played Iowa State. Oklahoma won by seven. Oklahoma State's in trouble against Oklahoma. Oklahoma's in trouble against Oklahoma State. Oklahoma beat yeah, Iowa State so. 28-21. Jesus Christ, that was hard to get out. Words are hard. That was a struggle. Um, number four, I'm trying to go through these quick, so yeah. Number right. 14, BYU played Georgia Southern. BYU won 34-17. 
Yes. <laughs> I just... another, another absolutely terrible game. <laughs> like, I lost all excitement when I saw that game. I was just like, yep. And who cares? More Mormons against fucking nobody. I, against I, I, Georgia I Southern. Um, right. Number 15, Wisconsin, played Nebraska. Nebraska because, well, Scott Frost was the reason Nebraska didn't win this time. Wisconsin one thirty five twenty eight. Did we did we cover Scott Frost last week? Yes, got and the contract extension. Okay. okay. Um, I didn't know if that, I didn't know when that happened. Yeah, we talked about that last week. Number sixteen, Texas A and M played Prairie View A and M. Final score fifty two to three. Oh my speaking god. Of, speaking of schools that we didn't know existed. A la Michigan and whoever the fuck they Tarleton, played basketball today. Tarleton yeah. was from Texas, by the way. Um, I did not know Prairie View A&M was a thing. I did, only because they pop up when they play in SEC school this time of year. God. Oh my god. Number 17, Iowa would be Illinois 33-23. Iowa's offense is terrible. It's not good. They somehow scored 33 points just because Illinois yeah. is Illinois. Yeah. <laughs> I could have just left it at that just because Illinois. <laughs> yeah. Um, <sighs> yeah, I know I, Iowa, how the mighty have fallen. Um, two in the country. Number oh, 18, Pitt, played Virginia. Final score was 48-38, Pitt. Number 20. It's like an ass conference game. Yep, ass conference game. Hey, another followed up by another ass conference game. Number 20, North Carolina State scored 41, beat Syracuse 41-17. Whoop to shit. <laughs> Yay. What the hell yeah. is this? Number 22, UTSA stays unbeaten. They played the University of Alabama, Birmingham. UTSA won 34-31. Well, I, I'm curious as to know what the viewership for this game was. It had to be like 500 people. <laughs> maybe 500 god <laughs> i feel like 500 was purposely watching utsa versus uab i was not because this game was on the same time slot as ohio state michigan state i doubt it was even like on was it even on tv it was probably on facebook live <laughs> probably I'm curious now. I don't have anything to say about the last game. I have to know. I have to know this. You go find that out. The last game, number 25, Mississippi State played Tennessee State. Mike Leach and Mississippi State's team won 55 to 10. Let's Let's go. College football playoff top 25 for this week. Number 25, Arkansas. Number 24, Houston. Number 23, Clemson course number 22 utsa number 21 brady hoke and his team san diego state at 21 north carolina state 20 utah 19 wake forest 18 pittsburgh 17 iowa 16 texas a&m 15 wisconsin 14 byu 13 michigan state drops 12 to five spots to 12 michigan or oregon i mean these tied for biggest drop of the week uh, with wake forest at eight places Oregon drops to 11. Oklahoma goes up to uh, 10. Ole Miss to 9. Baylor to 8. Oklahoma State to 7. Notre Dame to 6. Michigan to 5. Cincinnati 4. 
finally cracking the top top four. I mean, Alabama's three, Ohio State jumps up to two, Georgia stays at number one, and that's your college football for the week. That game was on ESPN Plus. I never changed the graphic for the news. Oops. Well, you wouldn't know because we don't have uh, images to go along with our graphics this week. Because apparently, thank you, thank you, Sparkpost. Adobe is broken currently. Yes. Um, NFL recap. Like it, it worked for one image and then never worked again. So I gave up and I was just like, I'm just putting words on these this week. Fair enough. <clears throat> NFL recap. Yeah, this was this was a thing. This was a week. Uh, New England played Atlanta. New England won behind Mac Jones and Matthew Judon 25-0. Matthew Judon hates mac and cheese. Yes, he does. Uh, Indianapolis, Jonathan Taylor scored five mm. touchdowns mm. against the Buffalo. Uh, Indianapolis, the Colts won 41. Not even just the Colts, just, just Jonathan Taylor. Let's just Jonathan Taylor. Colts really needed this one. And they got it in in a big way. Buffalo might have some issues. Yeah. Oof. I don't know what's going on. <clears throat> I mean, it is hard to stop Jonathan Taylor, though, to be fair. But five? Five. I mean. I remember on the back to, on backdoor cover on I, Friday, I said I like Jonathan Taylor to score two-plus touchdowns. I wasn't expecting yeah, that, five, though. That was never in doubt. Good Lord above. Um, the Colts won 41 yeah, to 15. Holy shit! Sure did. Uh, Baltimore beat Chicago 16-13. Huh? No Lamar Jackson. <clears throat> oh yeah, you're right. Lamar Jackson was uh, illness. <clears throat> yep. That's what you're right. Yeah, he he did what uh, Baker Mayfield should do and sit out if you're not 100. percent Yeah. Speaking of Baker Mayfield, uh, the Cleveland Browns played the Detroit Lions. Uh, Jared Goff less Lions. Led by Tim Boyle. Tim Boyle couldn't get it done, but they covered. They did cover. Cleveland um, won 13-10 in a game that just was... I'm glad I fell asleep and missed most of this game. It did. This was... This was... Future. I mean... This was bad football, third, it looks like. Third and 14, late in the game, three minutes to go. Third and 14. Dan Campbell took over play calling duties, okay? Yep. He took, he took him over. <clears throat> and he ran a draw play on third and 14, down three with three minutes to go. Probably right into a Jadavian Clowney or Miles Garrett. Probably. I don't remember. <laughs> How many yards did that so draw play do? get? Do you remember? I No. Not a first down. Just, not a first down. Nice. And then what do you do after that with three minutes to go down three? Punt. Apparently was the answer. <laughs> what side of the what side of the uh, fifty were they on? The plus side. <clears throat> you're oh eight and one. It's not like you're fighting for playoff position. Just win a game. Holy shit. Uh, Wow. God. <clears throat> that was painful. But we're getting win number one against the Bears, so it's okay. Um. Also, note, uh, the Chicago Bears, uh, Andy Dalton had to come in. Justin Fields left with a um chest injury. 
are some reports that Justin Fields might start uh, tomorrow. Oh, no. That could be a problem, but the Bears suck regardless. So They're not great. Uh, t- talking Jared about Goff, a team. Jared Goff will start for the Lions. <clears throat> talking about a team that does suck, the Houston Texans played Tennessee. Houston, Thank you, Houston. somehow Thank you. won the game. 22 to 13. I I have zero idea how. This was a problem. (laughs) But thank you, Houston. You were the only one-win team left. The Lions now can win the game, avoid going 0-16-1, and still get the number one overall pick. So good stuff there. To take Malik Willis. No. No, no, no. <laughs> Liberty Liberty just lost. I don't even remember who they lost to, but they got smoked. Didn't they lose to Louisiana? Somebody like that. I don't know. Let's look real quick. I believe it was Louisiana. Yes, the Raging Cane. Like, I yeah. S- There's still Lions fans that want Malik Willis. Ugh. They're not intelligent Lions fans, but they're Lions fans regardless. I don't want Malik Willis. Moving on. Um, Minnesota beat Green Bay in Aaron Rodgers' toe Whoa. issue. My God. Yeah, his COVID toe. Um, um, Minnesota, Minnesota won 34-31. I mean. Last second field goal for the Minnesota Vikings. Craig, fucking Greg Joseph is incredible uh, that he's he's probably one of the best he might make a pro bowl this season as a kicker um guys guys doing he's he's got some big kicks this year um <clears throat> that green bay defense kind of biting him in the butt here uh you shouldn't be allowing uh 34 points to to minnesota you just shouldn't <clears throat> yeah but green, the green bay defense is not good no they're not great and a game that probably four people watched. The Miami Dolphins. Oh, I was looking at a different one. Oops. Oh. The Miami Dolphins played the New York Jets. Miami won 24-17. Not much to say. Somebody had somebody had to win this one, and, you know, it's a matchup of, of low-win teams, all stuff that's good for the Lions. So I will take that. Somebody <laughs> had to win. Even a tie. Even – no matter what happened here, it was a good thing for the Detroit Football Lions. So this was I, this this was a great game. <laughs> you loved it. That's you didn't love the product there. on the field. You loved the result. Terrible, terrible football. Um, next one. Whoa. Ah, Philly. Philly scored forty on that New Orleans Saints defense. The New Orleans might have some issues. Philadelphia won 40 to 29. Jalen Hurts looks like he's trying to play real football. I mean, I I knew that that uh, Philly offense was was pretty good. They could well, I, I mean, kind of inconsistently good. Um, they put up a lot of points when they're on, and they did against that Saints defense. Um, a, a good Saints defense too. <laughs> Yeah, a good Saints defense, but the Saints are just having a down year. I mean, gotta get a different quarterback in in that team. I mean, 
unless you want to stick with Jameis Winston, I don't know. I think Taysom Hill could be the guy, maybe, but Jameis Winston is not. And he's, I mean, he's like, he's like, Taysom Hill's like 33 almost. Yeah. That's the problem. How old? Let's find out. I have it up right now. He is 31. 31. But, but anyway, old enough where you can't really build around. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. So I don't know. I don't know what they do. I think they, I mean, Hey, if, if they want to, if they want to, uh, trade up to number one, uh, from the lions, Hey, open talks are open. This draft is massive ass. And I would not hate trading down from number one at this point. Let's move on. Uh, Washington football team beat the Carol- beat Cam Newton and the Carolina Panthers 27-21. Fucking 2017? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Um, yeah, Taylor Heineke, I mean, he's he's kind of a guy. I, I don't really know what the deal is with this guy, but, like, he plays well. Football team, I mean, they're just kind of, kind of what I'm talking about with Philly. Like they're just inconsistently okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, football team, man. They're not. They're never a bad pick when they're dogs. I mean, they're never. They're never a bad pick. No. Because they can. <laughs> they can show up. Um, uh, move. Let's keep this rolling. The San Francisco 49ers played the Jacksonville Jaguars. San Francisco won 30 to 10. Who the fuck cares? Yep. <laughs> Rolling on. Cincinnati beat Las Vegas 32-10. Not entirely shocked. Vegas has problems. <sighs> yeah, a lot of just... I expected this game to go is. about this way. <laughs> train wreck is a good term to describe the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, Bengals got a win they needed if they want to, you know, yeah. on a little late season run here. Um... And a game that I thought there was going to be a combined almost 100 points. There was not. <laughs> the, the, we'll, just, we'll just say the over did not hit. <laughs> the over was never in danger. <laughs> never. You never know. You never know anymore. <clears throat> we got a, we got a bad beat for backdoor cover this week. That is just the most brutal thing you'll ever see. <laughs> the over was never in danger in this game. Kansas City played Dallas. KC won 19 to nine. Not the way I expected this game to go. Uh, in a lot of different ways. If Kansas City was going to win. I expected that we would see the old Kansas City Chiefs team, kind of like what we saw last week. Instead, they put up 19 points. And that list, however, <clears throat> kicked field goals. Hail to the field goals. Dallas. I was on doubt. Yeah, hey, I mean, maybe maybe Harbaugh's uh, uh, heading to Dallas. He can go. <laughs> uh, he can go run a, an offense that uh, only kicks field goals over there. I don't know. He punts um, Mike McCarthy out. <laughs> No, if, if, let's be honest. If Dallas is putting anybody as their head coach, it's going to be Kellen Moore. Um, <clears throat> Jerry Jones is just going to go from the booth and coach. I wouldn't even be shocked with Jerry. <laughs> would not even be shocked. Neither would but, I uh, is the problem. Man, I, I think the team that gets 
this game fucking sucked. So I'm just going to talk about Kellen Moore. <clears throat> I think the team that gets Kellen Moore as a head coach is, is getting a good, really solid guy. Really yes, good I offense. <clears throat> I mean, like, you know, he was great at Boise State. <clears throat> like, the offense that he's calling now with the Dallas Cowboys is is really good. Uh, the score of this game didn't show it, but it, that offense is something special. And Kellen Moore I, I, is, is He's really going to be a someday. solid somewhere. I'm thinking, I'm thinking next year. Yeah, that's possible. Uh, let's move I mean, on. I mean, it's guys, I mean, how old is the guy at this point? Not that old. Kellen Moore. He's 33. I'm amazed he's even that old. But yeah, yeah. Moving on. Um, <clears throat> Ellen Moore fan club over here. Well, he's he's good coach. He was a solid player, at least in college. Solid, solid player at Boise State. I mean, he never really had an opportunity in the NFL. He was back up in Detroit for a little while. Couple uh, other he was places. Back in 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 Dallas. Yes. For a year or something. So yeah, no. Oh, Good let's, stuff. let's keep moving on. Arizona played Seattle. Uh, Arizona won 23-13. Seattle has problems. That's that's. Well, they've had problems, and we knew that, but. Uh, they have Russell Wilson back, and they still have problems. Uh, Russell Wilson's probably going to be a New York Giant next year. <laughs> we'll just say that. Um, I just I I cannot imagine Russ staying in Seattle after this year like he, he's gotta just tell him like hey get me out yeah i don't even know anymore giants will probably give up the farm to get him <clears throat> like just just do it just move on um rebuild seattle you need it let's move on to sunday night football the chargers beat the steelers in a game that happened walking barn burner 41 37 27 fourth quarter points for the Steelers. Yeah. And they did not and they did not get it done. Yeah. Chargers might kind of suck. Uh Yes and no. <clears throat> they have given up a lot of late game points. No, yeah, I mean it's okay. It's not even just this game. Defensively, yes, they might not be good. I mean, let's be honest, they're not good. But the LA Chargers also have the capability to score a lot of points. Sometimes. Sometimes, yeah, when they want. Um, so I, I don't know. Chargers are just so hard to figure out. I have no idea what's going on with them. And to a team that definitely sucks, the New York Giants and uh, not Danny Dimes. Daniel Jones was ass. Let's call it what it was. Played Tampa Bay. Tampa won 30-10. Never in doubt. Never, <clears throat> never, never in doubt. Daniel Jones is not the guy. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, New York fans. I don't even think you need to apologize to them because I think they're feeling the same way. Um, After this game, just, Daniel Jones, 23 for 38, 167 yards, two interceptions. He had the one interception, getting, but just... It's getting to the point that I just don't know. I mean, the Giants are in the same spot that they have been 
yeah. for a little while. Like, <clears throat> like you bring in Joe Judge, Eli Manning's gone. You bring in Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is your guy. And look, you just need to reset it again. Daniel Jones ain't it. Joe Judge ain't, ain't the coach that's leading you into the future. Reset her all again. Give her another go with some other people. Like that's that's what the Giants have to do because this this team this organization and I mean and the owners really should step up and fire Dave Gettleman because he is the worst general manager in the NFL. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> without a shadow of a doubt. Um, <clears throat> you know, I, I just it, it brings me back to you know, <clears throat> you, yeah, when they still had Odell. You can you can sign him, you can trade him. You can't do both. What do the Giants do? Do both. <clears throat> yeah. Also, yeah. He's so he is so bad at his job. Like anyone that's played franchise mode in Madden is probably a better GM than you. Hey, just Dave leave. Gentleman belongs. Like, I, I hate Dave Gettleman so much, and the Giants aren't even my team. Dave Gettleman belongs working at Ikea. And not as a general manager. I'm thinking more as, like, <laughs> a cashier. As the cashier of Ikea, yeah. Not even Actually, probably not even the cashier. Probably just a, 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 wear, a, stock, a stealth-shocking guy. Yep. Like, he's That's bad. Dave- how does Dave Gettleman still have a job? Nobody knows. What what sort of dirt does he have on the people in the Giants organization and the ownership that has allowed him to keep his job for this long? Nobody knows. <laughs> Fucking ass. Nobody Didn't knows. Expect to go. Did not expect to go on a Giants rant. <clears throat> that's, that's the NFL recap. It's time for why everyone's here, or at least why we're doing this show. It's time... For the picks. <laughs> it is? No. <laughs> There's something more important that we're skipping over. Right. We'll get bedtime. We'll get to those picks. We'll get, we'll get to those picks. That's the show, everybody. Bye. Right. Later. See ya. <laughs> Were we supposed to do something else? All, All right. right. Oh, wait. Yeah, there's a football game on Saturday. Yeah. Um, to be more specific, at noon on Saturday. I mean, there's, there's, you know, it's just called the game. And like that. that football game at noon on Saturday is, is Miami at Duke. Miami at Duke. Can we, can we, let, Akron at Toledo. There we Can go. Can we actually do a – are Miami and Duke actually playing? Yes. Can we do a Miami and Duke preview? No. <laughs> um, Good God above. I actually – I didn't mean Miami and Duke. I meant Akron at Toledo. If you're in the Toledo area, tickets are going as low as $6 apparently. Probably fucking let in for free. The only reason I knew that is because I had to go – I pulled up the ESPN schedule. <laughs> Now we get into what we're actually here for. Yes. Good God. It is Ohio State at Michigan. 
the game. Das game. The Big Ten West, rather East, <laughs> will be decided in this game. Uh, thanks to Ohio State taking care of business with Michigan State. If y'all would have tanked that one, this game would not have the same meaning. So thank because you. Michigan State would just automatically be in. Yeah, pretty much. Unless they lost to Penn State and some weird stuff happened. Yeah. Um, there is no punting preview this time. I'm sorry. Um, That's good because you're going to be hard-pressed to find punting stats for Ohio State. Yeah, they don't punt very often. So we'll get into it. The last time they've punted more than like three times in a game was against Oregon. Fitting (laughs) transition into talking about the offense of these two teams. So we got ranks. We'll we'll break down some key players for each, each team on offense. I didn't do that for defense. Defensive stats are a lot harder to find. Um, but we, we, we both know we can bring the players in. They're not in the notes, but we can, we can, uh, talk about some impact players. So the Michigan offense, 23rd in total offense, yes. a measly 71st in passing offense, but you know, it is what it is. 15th in rushing offense. Also. Yes. Why does it say LOL? I didn't type that. <laughs> 15th in rushing offense LOL. I, swear, I swear to god I did not pa- type that though either I didn't do that either fucking <laughs> Google Google Docs is doing some weird shit Google Docs is haunted alright so the Michigan offense if is... I would have ta- if I would have typed that anywhere it would have been bypassing offense right <laughs> so or just total offense, offense if you've watched this team at all this year, it's it's a very old-school, run-heavy, very Big Ten offense. Um, Hassan Haskins and Blake Corm. Blake Corm is expected to play in this game, uh, as they've been dubbed by somebody somewhere, Thunder and Lightning. Who was that? <laughs> just, just out of curiosity, who and why? I don't know who said it, but a couple games ago, somebody started referring to those two as Thunder and Lightning. <clears throat> Uh, the Thunder being Hassan Haskins, more so of a power back, Blake Corum, little, uh, shifty guy. I don't know. <clears throat> I mean, it's, it's not a terrible nickname, but it's been done before. Um, so literally what Michigan's offense tries to do is control the time of possession. Do they do that very often? No. Uh, we, we just gotta kind of <laughs> battle or battle it out, essentially. Um, Cade McNamara, your favorite guy on the earth, Austin. <laughs> He's a guy on the earth. Is he? So he's not a dude. We know that. Is he a guy? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he's necessarily a man. Is man above guy? Yes. Okay. I'd say he's a man. He's good at what he's supposed to do. And that's is, literally just be a just be a game manager. I would say, is that like, throwing balls into the back of Lyman's heads? Apparently, yes. That's a prerequisite for for Michigan games. Fuck it out. We've been over that. We were all, we weren't yet. over it on the podcast, but oh, were we not? No, that was before. Okay. 
<clears throat> okay, so, all right, real quickly. Cade McNamara does enjoy at least one time a game throwing a ball into uh, one of his linemen, uh, which usually gets tipped up in the air. Doesn't get intercepted, just drops to the ground. But <clears throat> that that happens. That happens a lot. <laughs> Like, like it's it's so comical. When you told me, like happened. I my words to you before podcast were actually we may have been talking about this on the show. I maybe we were. I don't know. Yeah, we were talking about know. it on let's, the show because it was. Let's during, do it again. It's relevant now. It was actually it was during the it was. I'm apparently losing my brain. Um, I turned the game off that Mich- the Michigan Maryland game off after Kate McNamara threw a ball into the back of a lineman's head. I was like, huh. And you, literally every every game. And you... We'll see you Saturday. You We're said it's it like Saturday. really common. I didn't know it was. I'm fairly certain it's happened... I won't say in every game, but damn near every game this year. Like, now that I think about it, we did talk about this on the show during the Maryland Michigan-Maryland game. Right? Apparently, That's what I thought. I, I, I think we talked I, about it. I thought we talked about it before the show. I, I, it took me a minute, but continue. But it's Cade so, McNamara. So Cade McNamara, just a game manager type, doesn't turn the ball over ever. <clears throat> um, he has uh, two picks on the year, uh, one at the very tail end of the uh, Michigan State game. Can't really blame him for that. You got to force the ball down. It, it was a good. It was a good interception by the defensive back. It wasn't a bad throw. It by was. Him. It wasn't. It wasn't a bad throw. It was. Just good it, was it wasn't a John O'Corn throw. <laughs> God, that's that would that happen in this game too? I I wasn't John even in t- intending to bring that one up. I just John O'Corn. Jesus Christ, he over that that throw will forever give me nightmares. <laughs> that was so bad. I could go out. I could would would Michigan like to give me a scholarship to play football because I could go out and do that. <laughs> right. What the heck? Overthrew him by fifteen yards. Into it, into the middle of the field. Oh my gosh, oh, that was so bad. I wasn't anyway, even trying to bring that up because of that, of what game it happened in. I was trying to bring it up just because it was that bad of a throw. That's if you haven't seen that, just just go watch. I, it's on YouTube somewhere. Just just go watch. John O'Corn, Ohio State interception. Yeah, that's probably a good search. That, that'll um, probably so, give it to you. It's okay. He he doesn't throw for yards that are gonna wow you. Doesn't throw for a lot of touchdowns, but he doesn't turn the ball over. Just I solid. would be very I would be very shocked if JJ McCarthy is just not involved in this game whatsoever. I think he will be in the game in spurts, maybe like three plays at a time. Then we won't see him for a quarter. I I don't expect him to just not be in this game just because of what happened with Michigan State. He is a superior thrower of the football than Cade. Yes. And he's a better he's a better runner. I mean Cade doesn't run. So Yeah. I'm JJ, sure, I'm JJ shocked JJ that CJ Stroud made the quote he did, but K McNamara hasn't said something like that. Why what did Stroud say? You don't remember the quote a couple of weeks ago after the Nebraska game? Which about if he was a no. runner if he was a running back or he oh, yeah, yeah, he yeah. doesn't run the yeah. ball because he's not a running back. Yes. Like, I do remember that now. CJ Stroud who's actually kind of proficient at running the ball when he wants to wants to. 
but he doesn't want to. That's the problem. Yeah. Cade McNamara, like, just, I don't even, has Jim, has Jim even had him run the ball? No, it's, that's, that's not, that's not Cade. Okay. Just, it just doesn't happen. Doesn't do it. I mean, he'll, he'll, uh, I really don't even recall. I'm curious now. Rambling? I'm curious now. He doesn't really do it. Michigan? Statistics? But anyway, JJ McCarthy, while you're while you're doing that, rushing. Um, JJ, I'm sure will be in the game. Jesus uh, Christ, he's time. almost at the bottom of rushing yards. <laughs> yep, he's he he throws the ball. Here are the people who here are the people who have less rushing yards than him. Uh, wide receiver Mike Sanderstill, Sanderstill, Sanderstill. Yep. Okay. Uh, wide receiver Andrell Anthony. Who didn't even exist before the MSU game. Um, running back Danny Hughes. So Ooh. there's yeah, running back Danny Hughes. So there's three. I I, I heard you the first time. Who? <laughs> oh, okay. Four, number four, punter Brad Robbins. <laughs> he did have the 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 uh, punt that uh, broke apart in the MSU game that he did have rushing yards but didn't get a first down. Yes. Okay. Number five, linebacker Michael Barrett. <laughs> Huh? I don't know. I'm Why just, is he in there? I'm just reading exactly how ESPN has these listed. And then number six, running back or defensive back, Christian Bovin. Bovin. Not a starter. Don't know. Okay, he has a one rushing attempt. Defensive back, by the way, not a not a running back. Defensive back. Cade McNamara has 27 rushes for 12 yards. <laughs> Twenty-seven rushes, huh? Twenty-seven rushing attempts for twelve yards. Does college, does college football? I, I mean, I would assume the majority of those are sneaks. Probably. They they have gone for it a lot on fourth down. Because sacks 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 lost. Um, sack yards lost goes against passing. In college, if I remember correctly. I don't remember if that's the NFL or college. I think it's college. Yeah. I, wait, no. I, actually, I think it's the NFL. Uh, well, ESPN has because, sack yards because, lost in the passing category, not the rushing category. So. Okay, so, because I, I, I remember, I bet Tom Brady to have over uh, uh, 0.5 rushing yards in the Super Bowl, and I looked into that, and because I, I believe it was. It takes away from passing yards and in uh, from sacks in the NFL. Let's put it this way: know, whatever. If passing yards, to, if sacks took away from rushing yards in college, um, Cade McNamara would have let's see, negative negative forty rushing yards. He's been sacked anyway, for a loss of fifty-one yards. That's what I have for the Michigan offense. Would you like to dive into the Ohio State offense? Um, yeah. <laughs> Very good offense. Um, Ohio State has some dudes on offense. At every position. At, at every position. They are first in total offense, sixth in passing offense behind Western Kentucky and Pitt and a few other teams. Western Kentucky has the benefit of playing MSU on the schedule. Yeah, I mean, so does Ohio State. Um, but I mean, yes, but 
32nd in ru- rushing offense. Wouldn't, they wouldn't be up there. I mean, they would. They'd be up there. I don't think they'd be ahead. Um, here's a couple other things about Ohio State's offense in terms of stats. Uh, scoring, they are. Um, da 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 da. Scoring. Come on, want to help me out a little scoring. bit? Apparently, scoring. ESPN does not want to tell me what they are in scoring offense. Shocker. Um. ESPN perpetually bad. They average forty. They they'd be they lead in, lead the country in scoring offense at forty seven and and a half points per game. That's not fifty nine. Yeah. Um. Some the of the Penn st- State game and the Oregon game probably dragged. No, the Penn State and the Nebraska right. game dragged it down because they scored thirty oh, against <laughs> Oregon. Thirty-five against Oregon. Um, thirty-second rushing offense. The if Ohio State played starters for more than two quarters, they'd probably be in ones across the board. Probably. Um. Quarterback C.J. Stroud's phenomenal. 346 yards, 3,468 yards. I can't read. 34-68. Um, 36 passing touchdowns, five interceptions. Um, he has, as Kirk Herbstreit dubbed them, earth, wind, and fire. I don't know which is which. I don't know who. Thunder, thunder and lightning. <laughs> has dubbed the receivers Garrett Wilson, Jackson Smith, and Jigba, and Chris Olave. Earth, Wind, and Fire. I don't know which one is who. Who's who is who. Um, <laughs> all three of them are at a thousand yards or close to a thousand yards. Let's see if they get there. <clears throat> um, Travion Henderson is the primary back at a thousand yards. Uh, he's gonna be essentially. He's essentially at eleven hundred. He's at one thousand ninety-eight yards, fourteen touchdowns on. Uh, 150 attempts. He's averaging not quite eight yards a carry. He would probably have way more yards if he played in full games. Yeah, that goes for the entire Ohio State offense. Also, yes. Also, at running back, they have Mayan Williams, who... Where's the vaunted number 28 at running back? Uh, a couple others who have worn 28. Uh, a guy by the name of Beanie Wells. He's he's torched some teams. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> That's really it. <laughs> I did, to, to sum it up, the Ohio State offense is really good. Yeah. C.J. Stroud doesn't make a lot of mistakes. He's had a couple of interceptions that weren't great. Both of the ones against Nebraska were not good. The interception, the final interception against Oregon was pretty bad. But he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. No, five picks is not a bad number. He had one. He had one in Tulsa that was um against Tulsa that was a interception. He had he. Apparently against Tulsa, going back all the way to week three, he was playing with a banged up shoulder. Um, he had one sit out, sit out the, the week after against Akron. Yep. Um, he had one against Tulsa that 
The ball was deflected up in the air off of receiver's hands. I'm trying to think where his other ones came from. I can't remember where the others came from. He's he CJ Stroud completion percentage is hovering around 70%. He's averaging 10 yards completion. Um he's only been sacked 9 times. The Ohio State offensive line is phenomenal. Uh, they're phenomenal in terms of running and pass protection. None of the none of the quarterbacks for Ohio State have been sacked a lot. Um CJ Stroud Primary starter has been sacked nine times. Uh, yes, for a loss of 76 yards, because C.J. Stroud sometimes, even though he doesn't like to run the ball a lot, he moves around in the pocket and tries to make things happen. So and sometimes, outside of the pocket. Yeah, and outside of the pocket. So sometimes he will get sacked for a loss of like 15 yards, but it doesn't happen a lot. You're just looking at he's only been sacked nine times. Doesn't happen right. a lot. Paid kind of just... Sits there and eats he, it. He, well, he doesn't. He, he doesn't really get sacked a ton either. No. But but he also like he's he's very good at just throwing the ball and throwing away from pressure. Yes, like, I will agree with that. <clears throat> like he he's not the guy, the kind of guy that's gonna scramble out and try and make a play. He's gonna throw the ball, probably eat an incompletion and avoid the sack. Fair. That's where Kate is. Um, the Michigan offensive line, I didn't touch on this either, is uh, fairly solid. Um, not really anything to complain about with them. Fair. Some good stuff. Some good stuff from the big dudes. Um, I'll take it. Good stuff. Fair. To the defense. Yeah, because I don't have a whole lot else to say about the offense. Um, do I think Ohio State's offense is going to score 49 and one half against Michigan's defense? Uh, no. No. Do I think Ohio State's going to score a lot of points in this game? I would not be shocked. We'll, we shall see. I mean, and we'll get to we, the, the defense is coming up. So uh, I have Ohio State listed first. Do you want to go into the Ohio State defense? Sure. Um, right. 44th in total defense, 16th in scoring defense, 98th in pass defense. That pass defense is not phenomenal. Um, I'll admit that they're not great. I think that's where Cade was. The comment that you sent me to Cade made. I, I would think assume that's so. Where he was headed. I would assume so. <clears throat> um, that pass defense is not great. They are young at the back end. But the thing is, here's the thing about that pass defense. You look at their starting corners. Actually, not even just their starting corners. You look at. Um. Denzel Burke has not given up a touchdown this year as a freshman. He, he hasn't. Solid stuff. Seven Banks as a, as a senior has not given up a touchdown. Cameron Brown has not actually given up a touchdown. <clears throat> like, their, their corners don't really give up a lot of touchdowns. They give up a lot of yards. Which is weird. A lot of their, a lot of, a lot of the passing yards Ohio State has given up have been catch and runs. Yes, a lot. I think if you were to, look, if there was a stat to look at, um, 
yards after the catch, defensive yards given or yards yards after the catch that defenses given defenses have given up. Ohio State would probably be up there in that. <laughs> like I'll admit that. Probably accurate. Um. Let's see where else do we got. Rocket Ronnie Hickman has been phenomenal for Ohio State's defense. Did I where else? Did I, oh, they're ranked 11th in the rushing defense. Yeah, which could pose a problem. Um, I did not did not get to that. Um, Ronnie Hickman has been phenomenal. Leads the team in tackles. Um, that defensive line is of Haskell Garrett, Jerron Cage, Tyreek Smith, Zach Harrison. Javante Jean Baptiste when he gets in, JT Tui Moyoloil, phenomenal. Tyler Friday when he's healthy is good. Noah Porter's not bad. Freshman Jack Sawyer, who will see some time, is solid. Jerron Cage score a big man touchdown in this game. You would hate it, I would love it. (laughs) Accurate. Defensive captain Haskell Garrett, who got shot in the face last year. Real story. Legitimately, yes. God. Um, still has the scars and had to have mouth surgery. Is a dude in the defensive interior. A dude. Linebacker Steel Chambers, who was a running back, switched over to linebacker a, a la Zach Boren just to fucking go out and hit a man. Phenomenal. I enjoy, I enjoy that name so much. Oh, it's great. Steel I Chambers, like sophomore, he's phenomenal. Tommy Eichenberg at linebacker, great. Um, Transfer Pelai Gayote, I, I struggle with that one. Uh, transfer from, from USC, he's solid. Um... Trejada Mitchell, if he plays, I believe he's going to be able to. Um, He's been solid. I could keep going on. This defense right. is way better than what some of their stats look, especially against the run. They're phenomenal. Um, Cody Simon, solid. I'm trying to see if I've missed anyone. Yeah. <laughs> they got some guys on defense. It, right. st- statistically, it may not necessarily look like it, but they do got some guys on defense. They are young, though. Sh- really, all I all I 100% have to say, and there's a reason, like, Ohio State is, even with the 90, 98th ranked pass defense, there's a reason they're still only 16th in scoring defense. Yeah. They don't give up a lot of points. That's what I'm, I was looking at when I was putting this together. It was like they... The passing defense is not good. They allow some yards. But they but don't give up points they, at all. But they don't give up a lot of points. <laughs> they don't get like they don't really give up points. Um and well, they shut Kenneth Walker, no matter what you say, no matter who you're a fan of, Kenneth Walker's the best running back in the country. I, I don't have I don't have an alternative. So. <laughs> I, was saying, I I want so I like I've I've posed this in several places. I've posed this on Twitter. I've posed this on my Twitch streams when I'm talking sports. I've posed this in a lot of places, and nobody has been able to come up with a better running back. No one. <laughs> like hard to, it's hard to argue. It really. And is. they may. And Michigan State has a good running game. And well, Mel Tucker decided not to use it. 
I mean, Ohio State rendered it useless, though, too. Partial, some of it was because of Ohio State's offense scoring so fucking it, quickly. Ohio State scored every, like, 100 seconds. But like, at the same time, I mean, like, guy had six carries. And yeah, outside that's, of Kenneth Walker, Michigan State doesn't have a running game. That is true. Like, he, he is their running game. That is true. So, to... to you rendered him useless because Mel Tucker decided not to not to run Kenneth Walker because apparently he was hurt. I mean, I still don't know. Even if he like, he, even say, if he kept even, running him, I don't he, think. Go ahead. Even if he was hurt, like six carries for twenty five yards, <clears throat> decent numbers. Yeah, was, he he was averaging five yards a carry. Right. But. The thing is, those five like it came on third down. It came Probably. on third. It came on like third and eight. Right. And like, I'm not trying to discredit the Ohio State defense because they're very serviceable. But Mel Tucker. Oh no, I will agree. Mel Tucker threw that game away. Mel Tucker, man. Like Mel Tucker, one thousand percent threw that game away. Or whoever's calling plays over there at MSU. I, I don't yeah, know. they th- someone threw that game away. Um, if you want to talk about Michigan's defense, Michigan's defense. All right. Ninth in total defense, seventh in scoring defense, eighth in passing defense. The only weakness apparently is a rushing defense. It's not really a weakness. It's just worse than Ohio state better than them in, in every other defensive category, uh, rushing defense. A little bit sketchy. Um, this is the biggest test for, for Michigan's defense all year. I mean, it, it you I could say that they haven't played an offense like Ohio State, but that, nobody else has an offense like Ohio <laughs> State. I mean, <laughs> you're right, but no one has an offense like Ohio State. Nobody in the country other than... I don't even mm-hmm. think there's an... There's an alternative. I, I don't there isn't. see it. <clears throat> because you look at all these other teams that are leading. You look at um, you look at Pitt or Western Kentucky or Virginia or Ole Miss. A, first off, Pitt is 300 yards behind in total offense. Um, you look at the the five teams that are Ohio Ohio State in passing offense: West West Kentucky, Virginia, Mississippi State, Nevada, Pitt. They're all doing it in full games. Yep. <clears throat> Ohio, Ohio State is doing it in a half. I say for probably more than half of their schedule, their starters haven't played the entire game. <clears throat> um. Yeah. Before Penn State. Ohio State starters hadn't played a full game. Most of Ohio State starters hadn't played a full game since Oregon. Right. I can, in fact, here's how I can look at the schedule right now, and I have Ohio State's up. Um, played a full game against Minnesota. Full game against Oregon. Full game against Penn State. Full game against Nebraska. Oh, yeah, they did play a full game against Nebraska. Yeah, because... Nebraska's... A team. Kind of okay. I mean, Ohio State also had 180 yards and penalties. <laughs> uh, thank you, Big Ten. 
Um, it actually was. It was. It wasn't 180. It was a hundo, but still. That's still a lot. Um. Thanks, Big Ten. So, so for the Michigan defense, I mean, the defensive line is the biggest, um, biggest threat on defense for for Michigan. Agreed. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson is is a dude. I mean, the guy's crazy. Um. Agreed. He wasn't really that way a year ago. Like he was the he was the star of the defense a year ago. Didn't really have a phenomenal season, although nobody really did <clears throat> on this Michigan team in 2020. So fair enough. <clears throat> but and so he came back for his senior season. I was like, oh, okay, he's had a year. <clears throat> he's he he has had one hell of a year. Uh. Defensive tackles. Chris Hinton's also pretty good. He doesn't get the the uh, uh, notoriety that Hutchinson or another guy I'm going to talk about a little bit get, but Hinton's very solid. Um, could very well be be going into the draft. We shall see. He's a junior, still got another year of eligibility at the very least, but um, you know that's that's a topic for another day, I suppose. <clears throat> the other guy, David Ajabo has come out of nowhere and is putting up numbers very similar to Aiden Hutchinson, which is absolutely insane. I'm going to stop like, you for one second, because I'm just looking at Michigan stats. Why the fuck okay. does K- is Cade McNamara listed for a tackle? Maybe he tackled the guy that he uh, threw the pick two against MSU or tackled the Penn State guy that uh, recovered his fumble. I don't know. Okay, fair enough. I was just I, I was scrolling through that and I saw uh, that and. I mean, there's literally only other one other option because he's only turned the ball over three times. Okay, so yeah, that's fair. I I I don't remember the the other interception. I was just curious if you knew if you had an idea. I was like, um, what? I don't think it was against MSU. It might have been his fumble against Penn State. Okay, fair enough. Continue. Good lord. But yeah, David Ajabos it, it, it is has come out of nowhere. He's really, really good. Um, and that defensive line is just <clears throat> scary. Uh, Mozzie Smith as well is in there. Uh, he can he can make an impact. Not not really as much as the other three, but I mean, still a very solid defensive line. Uh, J- Josh Ross. <clears throat> At linebacker, middle linebacker. He is a solid linebacker. Very, very good. Uh, really, you call him the leader of the Michigan defense, but I mean, there's so many, you know, experienced guys over here. It's it's hard to do. But Josh Ross is very solid. Uh, um, Brad Hawkins, as we move over to safety, uh, very solid. Uh, just just does everything relatively well <clears throat> like doesn't make many mistakes good stuff there <clears throat> who else we got we got uh vincent gray who has been very good this year as well uh the 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 corners and <clears throat> it, specifically the corners of vincent gray and daxton hill i mean he can play corner he can play safety he can play wherever um they don't really wow you they don't get they don't get picks they don't get turnovers but they do usually i was just about to say they play 
they play fairly well. Michigan does not get a lot of turnovers, but at the same time, they also don't turn it over just, a lot. They're just yeah, nobody turns it over a lot um, against this Michigan defense, but the possibility is there. Like sometimes they they will make plays. I mean, Daxton Hills had a couple good great games this year. Vincent Gray's made some big plays. Good stuff. Um, I, I I think this Michigan defense has any in terms of rankings. Do you know if Ohio State's played anybody with a with a defense like Michigan? Uh, Penn State would be the closest. <laughs> right, <clears throat> which is fair, and they have a good defense. And that was and that was a close close game that you know <clears throat> James Franklin <laughs> James Franklin's <clears throat> and. Completely. That's about leaders. all I have for the defense. I mean, in terms of some other some other guys that can make some impacts, um, they're not first stringers by any means, but Donovan Jeter can make some plays. Uh Taylor Upshaw, uh RJ Moten as well at safety. <clears throat> yeah, Penn State has a better defense than Michigan's. Right? At least ranked in the com- in terms of country ranking. So our defense is 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 there in that general vicinity. Penn State has the third ranked defense in the country. I mean, but we're what? We're ninth. Yeah. Yeah. So behind, but Clemson has a legit defense, I guess. (laughs) Oh, that come from? Uh, Clemson's ranked higher than Michigan. I was just looking at defense. Like, I saw, I was looking teams ahead of them. I was like, uh, ass. How in the ass? <clears throat> but good defense, uh, better offense than Penn State. I think, I think we got a game on our hands, I think. But, uh, any other notes on, on either team's defense? Outside of two guys, Michigan does not get a lot of sacks. Uh, no. <clears throat> no, like, they do not. But, but outside of Ajabo Ajabo and uh, Aiden Hutchinson, they do not get a lot of sacks. Um, but at the same time, those two dudes get a lot of sacks. <laughs> yeah. They're averaging so, um, Aiden Hutchinson at nine on the season and David Ajabo at ten on the season. Account for yeah. over half of Michigan's sacks. Yeah, for sure. Um, the biggest thing is that I got on this game. We'll talk about it when we get into the picks. So I'll save it for there, I guess. Uh, do we want to get into a betting preview? You want to run through a betting preview real quick? Hold on. One second. Okay. Say something nice about Michigan. Their stadium is great for hosting soccer games. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm actually being serious about that. I've been to a couple of professionals. <laughs> I have been to a couple of professional soccer games at Michigan Stadium, and... Other than soccer-specific venues, you take away you take away soccer-specific venues, Michigan Stadium would be up at the top of places that I would want a soccer game hosted at. Michigan Stadium's uncomfortable as fuck. <laughs> yes, but again, just because of the way it's the laid out, the atmosphere is great. Yes, for sure, the views are great. The atmosphere is great. But yes, it's there. tight. But in like sardines. it is extremely tight. I will that you wanted me to say something nice. So 
But yes. And then I said something bad about my about my own team. <laughs> um. Yes, you are right. I will agree. It is very packed in, especially when you get a hundred plus thousand. But and there's no no seats as well. Um. No seats as well. Just just bleachers. Yeah. In terms of like of hosting a soccer game though. It would be a high, It would be a higher on my list of non of non soccer specific venues for hosting a soccer game. I mean, just the, the stadium views wise and the atmosphere is is so phenomenal. But like it's it, it's I mean it doesn't take away from from any experience you have there just by how ungodly packed in everybody is. But like it's so. But let me break this down for Michigan Stadium. So about the number or about the space that you have for a quote-unquote seat on these bleachers is about a foot, maybe two, maybe a foot and a half. I say probably about a foot and a half, but yeah. Good lord above. Um, Say something nice about Ohio State. I'm thinking. When you brought this up yesterday, I knew exactly what I was gonna say. So. Could I? Can I just? Uh, piggyback on Aiden Hutchinson and say that Brutus's head is uh, uh, nope something original decent, decently proportioned. Um, shit. <laughs> had you not even said Aiden? Had you not told me that he'd said that or had led with that? I would have said yeah, go for it. Um, you guys had uh, uh, did a very good thing uh, with putting. That uh, that other grandstands in whatever fucking end zone it's in, um, that that was a big improvement to your stadium. <clears throat> Fair, because <laughs> I don't entirely disagree with that. Because <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it kind of looked like a toilet bowl beforehand. You said it, not me. <laughs> like... I was not gonna go there because this was say something nice. <laughs> I I say you said something bad about yours. I I'll I'll piggyback and I'll keep going with it. Um, because I I do love Ohio Stadium. I do love the Horseshoe. Um, but pre that grandstand, it kind of a you couldn't fit as many people in, obviously. Right. And B, it kind of looked like a toilet bowl. Actually, one second. If you want to run through the betting preview, go ahead. I have to do something. Okay. Well, before we get to the picks, we're gonna run through the betting preview. Uh, Michigan Wolverines are 10 and 1, 7 and 1 in the Big Ten. Ohio State is 10 and 1, 8 and 0 in the Big Ten. ESPN's Football Power Index. Ohio State is at a 61.8% chance to win. I test analytics, which Jordan knows more about this than I do. Even though I've started using it on his recommendation a touch, I don't know as much about it. Um, I test analytics has Ohio State second at 84.6, Michigan fourth at 80.15. Ohio State is a minus 350 money line. Michigan is a plus 260. Ohio's uh, 62% on the public bet. <coughs> Excuse me, is on Ohio State to win. The spread, Ohio State is a 8.5 point favorite now. Um, 80% of the public bet is on Ohio State to cover. The total is 64.5. 52% of the public bet is on the under. I don't entirely know why, but we'll talk about that on backdoor cover. 
is Jordan back? <coughs> All right. Oh, that's I perfect return. timing. I just just pretty much finished up. Uh, Jordan, do you want to talk a little bit about eye test analytics? Because I don't. You know more about it than I do. All right. Because so, I I got everything done, but yeah. So yeah, I mean, <clears throat> um, eye test analytics is just something that uh, they they actually mentioned me in a tweet, um, <clears throat> and I looked into to, to what they were doing, and it was it was actually pretty good. It if is you cool. Know the, <clears throat> if you want to know the whole breakdown of eye test analytics, uh, just go to their uh, their Twitter page. Just sort of try to eye test analytics. I don't remember the exact handle. Um, just go and do that. And they have the exact uh, metrics that they use to, to determine everything like this. So, because I'm not, I, I don't, we don't have enough time for me to break it all down. Okay, fair enough. I like I said what they have for points and everything, so. Or yeah. Um, their lines, whatever you want to call it. We, anything we want to touch on itself on the preview, or on the betting preview. I said most we'll of it we'll do in backdoor cover. Uh, yeah, you know what? That's probably the better the better choice. Because I figured we're we're gonna talk about even though neither of us are probably gonna bet on this game, we will probably talk Absolutely. about it on back cover on backdoor cover. My, I would say I'm not touching this game with a 800 foot pole. My uh, stance on betting on games like this is well known. So. <laughs> yep, same. Let's move on to the pucks. <laughs> you like that? I like that because Jordan in the notes uh, had a typo and he stuck with it because it's funny. Uh, we're onto the picks. Um, I mean, can we can we uh, for future like just just we'll just keep the backdoor cover. It's its own show, <clears throat> and then once we're done with football, we'll just they're, they're the pucks now. <clears throat> we'll we'll pick some hockey games. I mean, if we want to do that, I, I'm not opposed to it. I don't know if there's a way to do it. We'll look into it. I'm sure we can find something. Even if we just bet money line or just pick money or straight up money line. Right. Um, Okay. I'm loading them up. I'm loading them up. Picks real quick. I actually went back to having a normal uh, picks week for me last week. I went nine and seven. Jordan went seven and nine. I now have a, not entirely comfortable three-game lead, 92-88. Jordan's at 89-91. But a more comfortable lead than you had last week. Yes. I was kind of back to where I've been for the most of the year with, with the picks and just kind of average. <clears throat> yeah. Just just kind of took some shots and they didn't really work. <clears throat> um, We are going to save Michigan, Ohio's or uh, yeah, Michigan, Ohio State for last. Fair. Uh, in the college picks. So when we get to that, we'll skip over it. Uh, we start off. Thursday night football. Played. This game's being played on a Thursday for some reason. <laughs> Ole Miss is on the road. They travel to Mississippi State. Uh, tiny spread. And in fact, Mississippi State is a one and a half point favorite here. Uh, we have no beat. I'm sorry. See, apparently, we're the only people picking this game. I find that hard to believe. I find that hard to believe. Um, that is the way it goes. <clears throat> Ole Miss, 9-2, and 7-4 and four is Mississippi State. Um, one and a half is almost as close to a pick'em as you get in college. Obviously, we have another one, a, real, a true pick'em later. Um, 
I like I did all of these picks as I do every Wednesday on my Twitch stream, um, live. Talked about them. I just have z- almost zero reason. I mean, yes, Ole Miss defense is not great, but their offense is really good. I don't really have, and Mississippi State's offense is not really great. At one, Missis- at one and a half, I don't have a reason to pick Mississippi State. Yes, it's not exactly easy to win on the road all the time. Um, especially you have a team, you have two teams that are kind of evenly matched like this. Um, Ole Miss has gotten kind of the better of the um, non-conference. They had a slightly easier non-conference schedule, if I remember correctly. So that's that's kind of why they're nine and two, and. Mississippi State 7-4. Mississippi State had a slightly more difficult non-conference schedule. And then they just kind of had a weird slump. But, right. again, there's no real reason for me to pick or pick Mississippi State. So give me Ole Miss. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you pretty much for the exact same reason. Like, I don't have a reason to pick against Ole Miss. The offense is uh, pretty damn good. Uh, the defense, not so much, but I, I just feel like <clears throat> this is going to be one of those games. I just have a feeling, and doesn't mean I'm going to do it, but it's. I feel like this is going to be one of those games where the spread makes no sense, and it's going to bite us in the ass. Distinctly possible. <laughs> the way it's been going. I, I, I will take Ole Miss, but I, I don't know if it's a smart decision. Have zero idea. But we move on. Friday. Night Maction or Friday at noon. I was gonna say not night. I made the same mistake. I made the same mistake. I made the same mistake. Why is this game being played at noon on Friday? Who's gonna watch this? Not me. Maybe I might. I might just because I said that. Uh, (laughs) Right. Big time, big time Mac rivalry here. We got Eastern Michigan on the road traveling. I believe it's called Kelly Short Stadium. Sure. In Mount Pleasant, Michigan, both teams seven and four, but CMU is minus eight and a half, and still no people. I'm sorry, but who you got? Um, both teams are five and five against the spread. Eesh. Something's got to give. I have been to Central Michigan games at Kelly Short Stadium. I haven't been to a game, but I've been there. Um, why that's relevant for this? It's not. My sister's graduation, but, you know, I've been there. <laughs> why Why that statement's relevant for this? It's not. Uh, Central Michigan is 4-1 and one at home. Eastern's 3-2 and two on the road. Um, I don't – this is another one I don't really have a reason to pick Eastern. <clears throat> Neither of these uh, – Northern Illinois has locked up the MAC West. Neither of these teams are playing for anything of consequence other than pride. Give me Central Michigan. Fire up, Chips. Gotta go with the chips as well. I don't think I picked against them all year. Can't do it now. We move into the Big Ten. So many Friday games. What the fuck is going on? At 1.30. Uh, what is that kickoff time? The Big Ten Network. 9-2 and two, Iowa. Number 16 in the country. They are on the road. And they travel. To whatever the fuck Nebraska Stadium is, na- is named. To play the Cornhuskers. Where they release a lot of b- balloons. They, they, they yes. 
gotta, gotta love pollution for no reason. Um, Nebraska is minus three and a half. I find that incredibly hard to believe. I find the spread hard to believe. You go, go ahead. What are you going to do? Take a drink of water. Take a drink of water, everybody. Yep. I find this... Remember, high-quality H2O is important. Yes. This spread is hard to believe. But I think Nebraska will finally prove me wrong. Meaning, all year, I have been saying Nebraska's a bad team. Yes, you have. Or, uh, as 11 Warriors said it, Nebraska is <clears throat> the best bad were, team. They didn't say they were massive ass, so I'll take it. They did not. They did not. They said Nebraska is the best 3-8 and eight team. Or, at the time... Best. The best three and seven team, whatever three and whatever. The best bad team. Which that statement I can agree with. I, they're still bad. Scott Frost made a bad decision last week against Wisconsin. Adrian Martinez has made a lot of bad decisions all season. He hasn't been great. He's cost them games. A lot um, of games. I still don't necessarily damn think. Every, damn near every game. Um, I don't think Nebraska's good. I think this will be. I said it earlier this. After today, Nebraska Scott Frost got extension last week. Nebraska is now searching for that kind of program-defining win. His um ten, Scott Frost in his tenure doesn't have that defining win. No, I think this they've week been, they get it. They've been really putrid up until this year, and the record would say that they're still putrid. But and they're still. I don't think they're putrid. I just don't think they're good. I think every week that they've had, they've been close. They've caught teams at one at one of their worst weeks of the season. Um, I think this week Nebraska kind of finally proves me wrong a little bit. They get it done. Scott Frost gets that defining win. Adrian Martinez, who is still somehow a junior, will be back next year <laughs> for his eight billionth year. God, Nebraska, give me Nebraska. God damn you. Also, um, Iowa's offense is terrible. <laughs> God damn you. <laughs> That's the other reason. Hopping on a Nebraska bandwagon, which means my pick of Nebraska minus three and a half, you're going to do the same thing you did to me with Navy, and this isn't going to happen. Hey, I picked Nebraska last week, and you picked Wisconsin for whatever reason. I don't understand why. <laughs> like... I'm fairly... I'm fairly certain that was a. I, I I don't know what happened. <laughs> That's all I'm saying about that is I picked Nebraska last week and you hopped over to you jumped ship over to Wisconsin. But at the same time, I did bet Nebraska. Okay, fair. I picked them. I picked them in the. Yeah, I picked Wisconsin in the <clears throat> picks, but yeah. Uh, fair. I, I, I'm on Nebraska this week. <clears throat> Iowa's offense did show a little bit of signs of life last week, but. Cannot, cannot pick them here. They're not good. Even, even even though they're dogs, even though they're dogs, I can't do it. Uh, I, I I agree with you. I think this is the defining win for Scott Frost. He he uh, needs beat it. A, beat a ranked team. I mean, he doesn't he doesn't need it because he's he's got a job well, regardless. Yeah. But 
<clears throat> anyway, I'm on Nebraska. Long term, uh, he needs it. In a game that nobody cares about other than fans of the Cincinnati Bearcats, number four Cincinnati is on the road 11-0, minus 13.5 against Eastern or East Carolina. I'd tell you the stadium that this game is being played in, but I don't know who you got. They're playing in Greenville, North Carolina. That's all I know. Um, <clears throat> Cincinnati is 6-4 and four against the spread. East Carolina is 7-2. However, mm-hmm. I have no reason to pick East Carolina. It's a funky spread. It's 13.5. It's, it's a spread that is begging for me to pick Cincinnati. Yeah. Like, I have no reason to, like, two touch. you're giving me less than two touchdowns. Cincinnati can score two touchdowns, win by 14, boom. Spread covered. I have zero, and I mean zero reason to pick East Carolina because of this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you, you, you said it, like, you, a, a two touchdown a two touchdown win to cover like i i have to take this like my duty is a better <clears throat> like this is a number that i have to take for for minus 13 uh 13 and a half for cincinnati i have to there's there's no <laughs> way i can pick east carolina yeah I can't do it if Maybe that cincinnati. spread was at 14 and a half I could, I would consider Eastern Carol or East right, Carolina. Consider it. I'd still probably pick Cincy, but I'd consider it. Where it's at now, where it's at in CBS, can't rather, can't I, touch I East, East Carolina. Can't touch them. I don't know. I don't know where the spread is uh, live right now, but with, with what we have in the pool, can't do it. It's... North Carolina. <clears throat> they are on the road, six and five on the season. I cannot wait till we get the fucking people involved because these percentages make zero sense. Nobody's picking this game. Um, the live spread over on FanDuel. Live spread over on FanDuel for um, Cincy, East Carolina had, is... Had to, have, had to have gone up. Uh, 14 and a half now. Okay, didn't go up as much as I thought it would, but okay, it went up. Okay, lead us in. I mean, I know you probably uh, kind of have. I kind of have North Carolina and uh, NC State, uh, in-state rivals, sort of, <laughs> kind of. Uh, North Carolina is a dog. Six and a half is the spread against number 20, NC State. This is an ass conference game happening on Friday night. Fitting. God, I forgot it. I forgot NC State's in the ass conference. Yeah. Um... Mac Brown has a solid squad. Yes. They've run on some tough, some tough times. Uh, Sam Howell has not had a phenomenal year after being a preseason Heisman favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, I like what Mac Brown has going over there. A few year, a few years ago, just a few years ago, before Mac Brown showed up, that team was ass. This North Carolina team was ass. North Carolina has never been good at football ever. And, and Mac Brown's building a solid squad. Mm-hmm. Um, it happened two, in 2019, two, two years ago in 2019. Actually, it may have even been last year. But I know definitely two years ago in 2019, Mac Brown's first year there, they lost to Clemson in double overtime. Mm-hmm. Like, Mac Brown's building a solid squad, but at six and a half, 
I have almost no reason to pick against NC State. And you throw that at, throw onto the fact that NC State is six and four. North Carolina State is six and four against the spread. North Carolina four and six. Uh, North Carolina State has not lost a home game yet this year either. They are six and zero at home. North Carolina has yet to win a road game. Zero and three. I. I can't pick North Carolina, so North Carolina State, please. I am on North Carolina. Fair. Do not ask. Do not ask me why, because I don't know. <laughs> Double but it, fair. But it's, a, but it's a hunch, and I have to go with it. Give me North Carolina. Fair. The the number. Every single thing which you just mentioned tells me not to. But I I am on North Carolina. Okay. Like, at some point, they got to figure it out. Like, not this year, obviously. This season's basically dead. I mean, I guess they're bowl eligible, but, I mean. Yeah, to play a December 19th bowl game. <laughs> probably right. Good God. <laughs> Give me North Carolina. Uh, you were in a tough spot with our first Saturday game. Not really. <clears throat> not, I mean, sort of, but. Not really. I, th- this game exists. I don't know. Happens Florida every year, State, already, except last year. I already know who you're picking. I don't even know why I'm going to ask you, but I will. Um, Florida State, who was absolutely dead in the early part of the season. Yes. <laughs> they were terrible. I'm fairly certain I said I'd never pick them again. <clears throat> And yet I have in previous weeks. Florida State's on the road. They travel to the swamp to take on Florida. Both teams five and six. Uh, according to CBS, I mean, I guess this could be the case. I'll bring the people in. It's it's apparently split 50-50, although I don't believe that to be true. Uh, Florida is minus one and a half at home against their in-state rivals, Florida State. I can't. Oh, God, even though I already <laughs> Florida State's Florida State is ass. Florida's also ass. Florida is not good either. They just lost to Missouri in overtime. Mm-hmm. Um, this team is ranked like a month ago. Yeah. Yeah. Dan Mullins out. Dan Mullins is gone. I think that's gonna make a bit of a difference. I think Florida just honestly just if it was a road game, I would not, I don't know if I'd be able to pick Florida confidently. I think because it's a home game um in Florida State or Florida is 4 and 1 at home. Yes, they're 3 and 7 against the Florida is 3 and 7 against the spread. But this spread is nothing. The spread is non-existent. Um Florida the Gators don't really they only have one loss at home and it's to Alabama. And that was a game they were really good in before they fucking fell off. Tanked. Um, Florida State doesn't travel very well. I'm taking Florida. I'm taking the Gators. Also, that Florida State offense is still kind of dead. Okay. They're averaging 100 yards less per game. This game is... Terrible? Oh, my God. What? 
I would say breaking news, <clears throat> but I don't. This isn't news. Oh no. LeBron James <clears throat> said some words. LeBron <clears throat> didn't think he deserved a suspension for the altercation with Isaiah Stewart. After, inadvertently or not, <clears throat> busting open a man's eye. You know, I haven't used this button at all today. Loser. Whoa, you did not call LeBron a loser. And I like LeBron. I know you do, that's why I'm surprised. But that suspension was deserved. It's one game. It is one game. I do not... It's get over it. Like, that suspension God. was deserved. <clears throat> Like, again, I'm not here to talk intent. Nothing. You, your elbow slash forearm busted open a man's eye. <laughs> that blood pouring down his face. Yeah. And by the way, before we get back into the face, because that sidetracked me. I saw that. I saw that notification. I'm like, oh, good God. Um, had to talk about it. I completely support the Isaiah Stewart suspension of two games and getting more than LeBron. <clears throat> because Fair. what his actions were not good. You want the scuffle, the first scuffle after that incident? Fine. But running over coaches, trying to get to Lord knows who. Chasing after LeBron down the tunnel. <clears throat> Was he chasing after LeBron or somebody else? People said he was chasing after LeBron on the internet because it was the same. I don't know, though. But I don't he was... think he was chasing after LeBron because he was ejected instantly. LeBron had to – LeBron's ejection had to come after a, a review. I... I don't think he was chasing after LeBron. I don't know who he was chasing after, but he was chasing after somebody. I have fucking no clue. But good God, uh, suspensions warranted both. Uh, yeah. I, honestly, I'm surprised that Isaiah Stewart only got two games. Like me and you were talking a uh, uh, couple days ago, and I thought the number would be at least ten. I didn't think he was getting get any more than ten. <clears throat> I I mean the way that you can't <clears throat> listen like I like I said. The, the, the scuffle after that play, don't mind. You broke free from people trying to restrain you twice, trying to go after something. <clears throat> you got Mason on the PA, literally having Malice at the Palace flashbacks. Fans, stay in your seats! <laughs> yeah. Good God above. All right, back to the picks. Uh, did I make my pick for uh, Florida State, Florida yet? No. Florida State's the hot team. Yeah, that they is true. Are, they have come back from the dead, and somehow they could be bowl eligible. Yes, that is true. Everything in my power tells me I should pick Florida State. 
the hot team. I mean, and and not just because Florida State's hot, because Florida is cold. Ice cold. Coldest team in football. Right, probably. Dead. Pick in Florida. <laughs> pick in Florida. It's hard to pick. That's the thing is like, it, it, yes, it's a short travel from Gain, from Tallahassee to Gainesville. It's not a long travel. But Florida State doesn't travel well for whatever reason. You're looking at a team that doesn't travel far in general. I just, that's not even my reasoning for making this pick. It's just, I, I, Florida, so is Dan Mullen gone? Yes. Like, gone, gone. Do they have an interim head coach this week? I believe they do. Interim head coach came. Perfect. Justifies my Florida pick. Um, I don't, I, I don't necessarily think Dan Mullen was the the problem. Like he wasn't great, but at the same time, like yeah, Dan Dan Mullen had the option to coach this game, but he chose to not coach it. Did he really? Yeah. <clears throat> hmm. He had the option, but he's choosing not to. Greg Knox is the uh, interim very, head coach for this game. That's a very interesting decision. Very interesting decision. I'm going to go with the interim head coach and go Florida. Fair enough. Um, a rivalry game that will not be much of a game. No. Number one in the country, 11-0. Now I know CBS's people numbers are fucking wrong. There ain't no way nobody's picking this game. It's 0% versus 0%. Uh, <clears throat> Georgia, number one in the country. They are minus 35 and a half on the road to take on Georgia Tech. Aren't they in the ass conference? Yes. Fuck. I, is this just a traditionally yep. week 13 game? Same thing with Florida, Florida State. Florida, okay. State, right. Florida State's in the ass conference. Georgia Tech's in the ass conference. They meet their Bye. opposing in-state schools late. The, the only question I have for that is why is Georgia Tech in the ass conference and not in the SEC? Why is Florida State in the ass conference and not the SEC? Touche. <laughs> like, I don't have an answer to either of those questions. Because <laughs> otherwise the SEC would be 30 teams. Yeah. <laughs> um, Georgia is minus 35 and a half. Uh, Georgia Tech's ass Three and eight on the year. Who do you got? Is this really a question? I don't think so. I think we're on the same page. Georgia Tech, then? No. No. Georgia. Give me Georgia. It's a lot of points. It's a lot of points, and I love points. But Georgia Tech's terrible, and Georgia... I mean, this has shutout written all over it. Yeah, Georgia could win forty-two nothing. Right, like the Georgia offense, just they don't they don't put up like twenty nineteen Oklahoma numbers and and win games like sixty some to to three. But their offense is solid. Thirty thirty three or thirty five and a half points. It's, I, I can't For an offense, pick. Georgia's <laughs> offense has kind of turned it on late with a couple big wins. Um, they're averaging 38 points a game, 39 points a game. This is easy. Their defense is 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 allowing a touch, somehow 7.6. Now, I don't think Georgia Tech's going to score seven. 
I don't believe they will either. Uh, Ohio State, Michigan is next on our list. We'll, we'll skip, skip over that. that. We'll do that last. <laughs> um. Oh boy. Uh, we're back to the Big Ten. Yeah, we are. A battle for bowl eligibility in the Big Ten. Maryland at five and six. They are minus one and a half as they travel to the birthplace to take on stupid Rutgers. Who gets bowl eligible, sir? I said this earlier. I really wish I could take Rutgers, take Greg Schiano and Rutgers. No. I really wish I could. What Greg Schiano has done for this team since he went, he left Ohio State, or well, he left Rutgers and then went to Ohio State, and then he left Ohio State to go back to Rutgers. What he's done for this team has been kind of impressive. You're looking at a team a few years ago that couldn't even win a Big Ten game. They didn't win a Big Ten game for a very long time. Five years. And then they beat Michigan State last year. Yes, Michigan State had a down year. They won a big. They almost sure beat did. Michigan last year. Yes, Michigan had a down year. The, 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 that was with Joe Milton for half. Yes. Yes. And then and then Cade came in and saved us. Y- yes, I, you're right. It it's that defense still kind of collapsed because Michigan did end up taking the lead late against Rutgers, and then Rutgers came back to force overtime. Down year for Michigan. All it was. Around. It was a down Should year. Never. Should have never started Joe Milton. I would have loved Dylan McCaffrey. Um, like I said, you're right. Michigan had down year. There's no arguing that. Um, moral of the story Thank God though. This is 2021, and that doesn't matter anymore. Yes. Moral of the story: This Rutgers team under Greg Schiano in his second year has come a, come a way. Don't do it. Don't do it. But I can't pick Rutgers this year. No. I don't want to pick Tuilia, Tagovailoa, and Maryland. I don't. This pick's probably good. This is probably going to come back and bite me. Can I bring up the matchup analysis? Is this the thing? Let me see what we got. Wide receiver out from Maryland. <clears throat> A lot of defensive injuries for uh, Rutgers. Uh, Rutgers. <clears throat> I'm on stupid Rutgers again, man. I'm on I'm Maryland, on unfortunately. Fucking, I'm on the fucking hype train for stupid Rutgers. I was I was on it, then I was off it, now I'm on it again. Stupid Rutgers. <clears throat> Give me stupid Rutgers to win. I mean, honestly, <clears throat> with this spread, one and a half, I mean, you're basically picking them to win. Give me stupid Rutgers at home. Yeah, fair. We have, you mentioned earlier, uh, one and a half was about as close to a pick as we get in college. We have a true one here. Yes. Penn State travels to East Lansing and Spartan Stadium to take on the Michigan State Spartans. And in this pick Penn State is the half a point favorite. I don't know how. I don't know what's going on. What do you say? Do you want to bring the people into this? Oh, yeah, we have true people. <clears throat> I forgot because we've had nothing for numbers on that. <laughs> we've had like no people all day. 
74% of the people are on number 12, Michigan State, at home against Penn State. Penn State. Some people would say I'm a man of the people. And in this case, they're right. Mm-hmm. I, at the woodshed, why ever, I don't know why it's called Stop. the woodshed. Stop. With don't. Don't the, the, the deep end somewhere in Michigan's Spartan State Stadium. The deep end is their student section, apparently. I, I don't know why. They put a banner up to, to tell everybody. With all of the Rocket Mortgage branding plastered all over the place and the 2014 Rose Bowl champions plastered all over the ro- the place, or 2013, whatever year it was. You guys get to go there next year. Have fun. Gonna... They'll probably still be just playing all that. <laughs> all 2014 of... Rose Bowl champions in 2022. With all of the Rocket Mortgage branding plastered all over creation. And Mel Tucker. And Mel Tucker. Yeah. All over the place. And Mel Tucker. And the field. And everywhere. Give me it's the Michigan State Spartans. <clears throat> it will be next year, probably. Let's be honest. It'll be their new uh, midfield logo. Uh, <laughs> Rocket Mortgage. Oh, God. Give me Michigan State. Michigan State Rocket Mortgages. <clears throat> um, I'm on Michigan State. As much as I don't want to be. Uh, you can't pick Pants State. It, no, they got a defense, but at the same time, you you basically didn't play Kenneth Walker a week ago. If he's healthy, he's probably going to run all over uh, Penn State's defense, as good as it is. Especially with two of Penn State's best defensive players, P.J. Mustafer and Adizia Isaac, defensive tackle, defensive end, they're still out. Right. Yeah. So... Give me Michigan State in this. That's that's easy. Uh, ass. Why did I include this? Oregon State. I know why I included this, but but who cares? Yeah, why did you Oregon include State. this? I, I don't know. In-state rivalry. Week okay. 13. Fair enough, I guess. Oregon State. They are plus three and a half, and now I can finally use this line appropriately. They head to the cavern. They're plus what? Stadium. Plus seven and a half. What did I say? Three and a half. I was like, um, CBS is broke. I read a spread wrong. Okay. I was just confused. (laughs) I was confused and worried for a second. I was like, um. Seven and a half. Oregon State's plus seven and a half. At Oregon. At the cavern at Auction Stadium. That's not Brent Musburger. Um, <laughs> fucking Oregon. They're nine and two in the year. Oregon State six and four, and we have people. Eighty-one percent of the people are on number eleven. Oregon in this game to cover the seven and a half. I can't take or I don't have a good enough reason to take Oregon State. Mm-mm. So give me Oregon. <laughs> Oregon State is bowl eligible. I'll give them that. Yeah. But Oregon State is not Utah. They will not beat Oregon. Give me the Ducks and whatever fucking jersey they're going to wear. 
Back to the Big Ten, FS1 at 3.30 on Saturday. <clears throat> the dead Indiana Hoosiers at 2-9 on the year. They travel to the death that is fucking West Lafayette. Ross Art Stadium. Yeah. Purdue at home. Minus 15 and a half. Who you got? Well, because Purdue's at home with their devil magic, mm-hmm. their voodoo, their black magic, their dark arts, and Indiana's dead. Already. Already? They've been dead since week three. Yeah. Uh, they've been dead since week one. I mean, they, they, they took the L in week one and, and week two. <clears throat> I'm fairly certain. No, they but... won week two because they played an FCS team. Then they lost to C- They blew a lead against Cincinnati at home in week three. Fair. Um, I mean, they lost to they, Iowa by... A bazillion. They've been dead for a very long time. Um, fifteen and a half produce that hammer. Give me, give me Purdue. I can't pick Indiana. There is zero. This is where the people somehow it might make sense because according to CBS, one hundred percent of the people are on Purdue. I I feel like it's wrong, but at the same time, I believe it. I would not be surprised. Let's move on. Give me Purdue. Number three, Alabama. Shout out Horace, Roll Tide. Uh, They are on the road, minus 19 and a half, the Iron Bowl. At Auburn. Auburn, six and five. Does Auburn give him a game, or do they not? Are you going to say it? It? Massive ass? I don't know. No. Are you going to bring the people up? Oh, the people! We have people Uh, again. We do have people again. 60% of the people are on Alabama, opposed to 40 for Auburn. Some people say Are I'm a, you a man of the people. Some people say I'm a man of the people. Who were those people, by the way? I don't know. Haven't met them. Uh, I'll say it. You're a man of the people. <laughs> there we go. I've met one. <laughs> <laughs> In this case, though, those people are wrong because Nick Saban and Alabama have problems. Hang on, I have it somewhere. There it is. Alabama has problems. No, you did not. I you did. did not put Rick Allen in there. I did. Yes, let's go. I did. Just problems. for instance, just for instances like this. Let's fucking go. Auburn may not win, but they're gonna they cover. Give me likely Auburn. Likely won't. Man, with what Auburn's done the last couple weeks, I don't want to do this, but I'm with you. Like Alabama hasn't been convincing the past few weeks, other than against New Mexico State. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. 
somewhere, Tim the Toolman Taylor is rejoicing. Um, I'm on Auburn, man. I, I don't. I, I've been saying for weeks, I think this game could be tough. Um, and you're giving me 19 and a half? Fucking, let's go. I mean, Auburn's probably going to lose by 50, but... <laughs> <laughs> Just to spite us. Uh-huh. I'm on Bama. Big 10, again. The shit fest of the Big 10. This, this week, this season... Northwestern is plus six and a half, three and eight on the year, and they take on Brett Bielema and the very inconsistent Illinois Fighting Illini. And Brandon Peters. Brandon Peters playing? I believe so. Probably. I don't know. Because I believe Art Sikowski is still dead. Dead with that horrific hand injury, arm injury he took against Penn State. Northwestern plus six and a half. Who you got in the shit fest? I've said it a lot. Pat Fitzgerald of Northwestern, their head coach, phenomenal head coach, does a lot with the talent mm-hmm. with what he has. Phenomenal leader of young men. Yes. I love I love me some Pat Fitzgerald. Phenomenal guy. Class guy. Everybody who is a intelligent human being that's a fan of a Big Ten team says the same thing. Every, every, no, literally, dude, nobody has a bad thing to say about Pat Fitzgerald. I swear. If they have a working nobody. brain. Right. I'm sure there's some idiot somewhere that, oh, Everyone's I don't like Pat What? There's, I guarantee you, even though it's incredibly wrong, some Northwestern fan somewhere wants Pat Fitzgerald fired. Oh, yeah. I wasn't even just talking Northwestern fans. I'm sure they're, yeah. Well, I'm I know, sure. but like. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, We're three and eight of the year, man. This sucks. But fire Pat Fitzgerald. Because of how much I love Pat Fitzgerald, now how I believe he is a phenomenal coach. And I think, also, I think Brett Bielema is a fucking terrible coach. And Had so many chances. Wisconsin, big, big program. Arkansas, not a big program, but in the SEC, and he failed. Um, Brett Bielema, also not a good leader of young men, uh, sleeping with college co-eds. Urban Meyer? <laughs> but they didn't sleep with her. That we know of. I'm not saying Urban Meyer is an excellent role model, but Brett Bielema, 100% we know, was doing it. <laughs> Right. Um, and Brett Bielema's just a terrible fucking head coach. Pat, Fer- Pat Fitzgerald's going to outcoach him. Uh, Northwestern's going to beat Illinois. Give me Northwestern. God damn it. Why do we have to do this again? Also, We're on the same page again. Also, Illinois quarterback uh, Brandon Peters is not great. Well, he was a thing. At Michigan, he he existed. Was he good at Michigan? Nope. <laughs> I mean, he he was. Uh, I I don't I don't have a word to describe what he was at Michigan. He he won us a game. And good for him for transferring, because 
Shea Patterson came in, and he was never going to play again. So. Yeah. <clears throat> Good for him. I'm on Northwestern, too. <clears throat> Illinois makes no sense. Uh, Northwestern does not have a lot of talent, but I'm banking this pick solely on Pat Fitzgerald. Because Brett Phelan was just, he just sucks. Like, let's be honest. Um, Illinois should have never fired Lovey Smith. I love Lovey Smith and his beard. Give me Northwestern. <clears throat> More Big Ten stupidity. Number 14. How the fuck did they climb so high? Number 14, Wisconsin, is minus six and a half. On the road, traveling to the boat. I don't know if that's what – I doubt that's what Minnesota fans call their stadium. P.J. Flex there, <clears throat> and I'm going to call it the boat. Fair. They play Minnesota, the Golden Gophers. Minus six and a half is Wisconsin. Uh, eight and three on the season is Wisconsin. Seven and four is Minnesota. And this is a believable people number. 75% of the people are on Wisconsin. Um, so, fun fact, I was doing some research on this game. If Minnesota wins this game and then gets some help, they're in no. the... They, if if Minnesota wins no this game way. and gets some help, they're in the Big Ten Championship. I had no idea. Holy shit. Because that's how bad the Big Ten West is. It's so bad. Now, with that being Great said, All right. Minnesota needs to win. Great they need back. Nebraska to win Great and... Back. The leaders and legends. Not the names, but the conferences. Yeah. I... We gotta do something. That Big Ten West sucks massive ass. Confirmed. Minnesota, if they win this game, and then if Purdue wins, and then if Nebraska wins, Minnesota's in. Jesus. However. Wow. However, I think Wisconsin gets this done, covers the spread, wins by a touchdown or more. I have no reason to pick Minnesota. I don't. If Mo- if Muhammad Ibrahim was playing, playing, which Muhammad Ibrahim uh, did say he's going to come back for 2022. God, I hope Ohio State does not play them. Michigan probably will. We didn't play them this year. Low brown jug, back up for grabs. <clears throat> but... Uh... I, I, I can't. I want to pick. If Minnesota fucking pulls this off, I swear, and gets in Big Ten title game, whoa. Fuck. Like, holy shit. That would be that would be crazy after losing Muhammad Ibrahim to that ruptured Achilles, and then they essentially lose their star player, and they're able to still get in. Insane. Um... I will go with Wisconsin, though. I can't pick Minnesota. They've kind of been a dud uh, lately. So I will go Wisconsin, although I will root for Minnesota to beat them. I do like – I just like P.J. Flag. Oh, yeah. Um, I shouldn't because they are a quote-unquote rival of Michigan, but um, just ass. Just ass. I, I have no other words to describe that, but ass. 4 p.m. 4, 4 p.m. 
rather, <laughs> on the, according to CBS, Pac-12 Networks, <laughs> Arizona, 1-10, plus 20.5 against 7-3 Arizona State. <laughs> I threw this in here simply because it was an in-state thing. Go. Give me a Herm Edwards in Arizona State. <laughs> mm-hmm. Arizona's ass. They celebrated winning one game this year, so can't do it. Another in-state rivalry, by the way, Arizona State. I didn't make it. Yeah. Kentucky, who was okay, I guess, for a little bit. They're eight and three. They are plus two and a half. Traveling to the American Conference team in Louisville. Louisville's still the, in, in the American Conference, right? I believe so. Okay. In-state rivalry again. Kentucky. Plus two and a half at Louisville. Who you got? I don't really have a reason to pick Louisville. <clears throat> I... You look at some of the key statistics. Louisville sco- scores three more points a game. Um, and gains... 60-ish more yards per game, but they're playing in a weaker conference. Kentucky's I almost the... like this. This fucking go ahead. Kentucky's this game breaks my brain. Kentucky has a better defense. They're giving up about three points less and 50 yards less, though. Kentucky plays in a tougher conference. The American Athletic Conference isn't that tough. Give me Kentucky. On Kentucky. God damn it. Clemson. Up somehow ranked again. Number 23 in the country. They are minus 11 and a half against an SEC team in South Carolina. Uh, people. 56% of the people are on Clemson. I can't pick Clemson. <laughs> like, that Clemson offense is so bad. Are you uh, sure? I can't pick Clemson. Give me South Carolina. But, but South Carolina's bad. Both teams are bad. But, but South Carolina's bad. I'm not picking Clemson. I'll live to regret it. 100% will live to regret it. But Clemson is also... That Clemson offense is putrid. You probably... <clears throat> I am... Unfortunately taking Clemson. One of the rare times this year I am. <clears throat> uh, South Carolina is not good. Clemson is 3-7 and seven against spread. the spread, by the way. I know... They were they were oh they were over <laughs> against the spread a couple weeks ago until they played UConn. <laughs> mm-hmm. And even that was close. Um, I'm gonna take Clemson. It's a weird number. They're they're it, in my mind they're still over against the spread, and this is a weird spread. <clears throat> so I'm just gonna take them. Hope for the best. Fair. Two more games, or rather three more games. We got Michigan and uh, Ohio State to get to. 
uh, Oklahoma and Oklahoma State Bedlam. <clears throat> Oklahoma State is the host this year. They are minus three and a half. Both teams ten and one. Oklahoma uh, State number seven in the country. The Sooners number ten. The people. Sort of split, 59% are on Oklahoma State. Oklahoma's not going to win this game. Mm -mm. Will they cover? Also, no. Give me Oklahoma State. Mike Gundy is... Come after me! I'm a man! I'm a man, 40. he's 40? He's a little older than 40, but he is a man. I'm a man. I'm 40. He's he's a little older than that than that now, but give me Mike Gundy in Oklahoma happened. State. That happened so long ago. Uh, I'm on Oklahoma State as well. I just, Oklahoma has not looked good, but yet they're still top 10. <clears throat> cool stuff. Great. The committee's working. Great. Committee's doing their job. Yeah. Final college game out of our 20. Number six, Notre Dame is minus 17 and a half. Or sorry, not final game. We got we got a game to get to. Final non-important game. One would say the game. Uh, Notre Dame is minus 17 and a half, 10 and one in the year. Uh, on the road, however, against Stanford, 83% of the people are on the fighting iron. I don't want. Would say. I don't want to take Notre Dame, but I don't have a reason to take Stanford. So give me Notre we Dame. Are, we are on the same page on a lot of stuff. Uh, I am on Notre Dame, and now a game we won't be on, on the same page for. I would assume. Literally, what? Did, why are we even picking this game? We we know what's going to happen. <clears throat> but I will set the stage anyway. Number two, Ohio State, 10 and 1 on the year. They travel to the big house. The hole that Yost dug, whatever you want to call it, to take on Michigan. Ohio State, minus 7.5. A nice percent of the people are on Ohio State. And what's even better, the math adds up on this one. I'm surprised because <laughs> CBS has done that to us before. I, I'm surprised. Like, it has been 101%. I'm surprised. Um, do I really have to say anything? Okay, uh, let, uh, uh, great. Let's uh, let's move on. You're picking Michigan to cover. Good stuff. I am not. <laughs> I figure. Unless Fielding Yost comes out and poltergeists a chair at C.J. Stroud <laughs> from the sky. At, how long have you been waiting to use that line? <laughs> a long what time. <laughs> I stole that from um threat level <laughs> from week one of the season. Christ. So I've been waiting to use that since week one of the season. <laughs> Did you like God. that one? 
So it was just shocked to me, like, what's in what world, in what part of someone's brain did that come out? <laughs> Whoever writes threat level for um eleven warriors. <laughs> Actually, that may not that may have even come from before week one. That may have been preseason threat level. <laughs> um, I would assume threat level has gone up. It has, a little bit, I as mean, it always does before right the week before the game. Well, um, not la- not last year, but oh well, yeah, um, we were we were ass. No, I I just want I've been holding saving that line for a while. I had a feeling, like, holy fuck. Oh, God. I've been saving, because I saw, I read that, and I, I just loved it, because it was hilarious. Um. Poltergeist, what the fuck? Oh, my God. Oh, God. Oh, where was I? Taking a game. Oh, yeah, yep. Fielding Yosta, <laughs> poltergeisting a chair at CJ Stroud's head. <laughs> Where he's going to get the chair from in Michigan Stadium, I don't know, because they don't have chairs. I mean, maybe there's a chair on the sideline? I don't know. Um, gets it from the fucking coach's booth. Um. <laughs> you're going to you're gonna take the elevator up to the, the top level of that box to go fucking murder Josh Gaddis and take a chair? No. No. Not you, but somebody. Oh, <laughs> fielding Yost ghost. Oh God. <laughs> oh, we're, we're still... the 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 bulldozer that's buried underneath Michigan Stadium somehow surfaces and takes out C.J. Stroud. <laughs> we we've gotten so far away from. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't though. I know, right? There is a bulldozer down there. Yeah, there is. <laughs> Fuck. Um. God damn it. <laughs> Take the goddamn game. You don't know what, I know what you're saying. Um. I will. I will go out and say if. If it's going to happen, this would be the year Michigan does it. Yeah. Young team. Ohio State has a young team. Has a relatively young team. Michigan has a, has a slightly older, more experienced team. Mm-hmm. That would be this would be the year Michigan does it. Um, however, on the bright on the other side, I don't know if Michigan's Michigan's defense is solid. I'll admit that. Uh, yes. I that's, don't that that is the difference maker for sure. I don't think I'm not stupid enough to admit that to I'm not stupid enough to say they're not good. Michigan's that's, defense I mean, is solid. Literally rankings, you know where they where they place in the country, <clears throat> and like like at the same time, like I'm not stupid enough to admit or or to say that Ohio State's offense is good. Yeah. However, I. I don't know if Ohio, if Michigan's defense is going to be able to keep Ohio State from scoring a lot of points. No, I, I mean this is they're going to score. Ohio State's going to score a lot of points, and that's where I think Michigan's going to run. I'm giving like real analysis here. I think that's where yeah. Michigan's going to run into trouble. I don't know if Michigan's offense is good enough to keep up, unless they play full ball control and have eight minute drives. And that's, I don't. 
I just I don't know if Michigan can do it. I think that's the goal. I would assume like, it's the goal. This, this to me, seems very much like, like, just to run the ball as much as you can. If it doesn't work, then you got a problem. Uh, but because can we just, both agree on this? K. McNamara is not going to win this game for Michigan. For Ohio, for Michigan, I mean. Um. If K, let me rephrase. If K. McNamara not, has to throw 40, 40 times, he's probably it's probably not a good sign for Michigan. I'm not certain because the the Ohio State pass defense statistically isn't phenomenal. They performed good against Purdue. They did. Well, they did, but. <clears throat> I'm so scared of Aiden O'Connell and Jack Plummer. I mean, Aiden O'Connell threw for 600 yards against Michigan State. <laughs> Which, because it's Michigan State. I, first, I don't care about that. 600 yards is still impressive <laughs> against anybody. They don't know how to cover people. 600 yards. 600. You have to also admit, 600 yards is still impressive. Oh yeah, it for sure is. I'm not like. like I'm not trying to say that it's not um but. but back to the point i don't think michigan's defense is going to keep ohio state from scoring a shit ton are they gonna score 49 and a half i don't know will ohio state probably score 49 total i would not be shocked i don't know if total. I, I i don't I don't think they're they're going to to do that. I think this is a very Penn State game for you guys. Uh, what do you guys score in the Penn State game? Uh, twenty-seven. I I think we're around that territory. Just because Penn State had a real defense. Uh, Michigan has a a a, a real defense. I'll call it that. Top Fair. 10. Yeah, they do have a top ten defense in the country. Um. So, and and we have a better offense than Penn State. Yes. So I think this game, on paper, goes in that direction. I can see that. I can see that, and I could agree with I'm that. Thinking, even if even if Michigan loses, I'm thinking maybe 35-27. That's fair. Something um, like that. But I'm picking under. I'm picking Ohio State. I'm picking Michigan. I just, I... What the fuck else do you want me to do? Even as a neutral fan, I would pick Ohio State because I just don't... At seven and a half, I don't see enough. I just don't know if Michigan can stop Ohio State enough to cover. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to to stop the number one offense of the country. It really is. Penn State couldn't even really do it. They did more so than anybody else, even more so than Oregon, honestly, in my opinion. But uh, yeah, <clears throat> Oregon didn't do it. Ohio State just kind of. So that's where I'm at, like with Ohio State, like just the the defense that they saw with Penn State. Michigan's defense is not far behind, and we have a better offense. So I'm thinking. I would agree with that. <clears throat> um. Honestly, I'm thinking. I'm thinking under. On this game, if I was a, if I was betting on this game, I'm thinking under. I'm looking at one other thing real quick. Oh no, Ohio State scored 33 against Penn State, by okay. the way. Yeah, so 
whatever. Um, part of Ohio State's issue with that game was they had 10 penalties for a shit ton of yards. I mean, <clears throat> it's... It's a problem, but yeah, it's 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 part of the game. Yeah, it I, happens. I just, <clears throat> like I can't. So obviously, I'm picking Michigan. Yes. Before we move on to the NFL, uh, I just don't hope. I I, I hope that, that the officials are not a talking point of this game. God, really so do don't. I. <clears throat> I don't. I don't want that. Whether um, whether it. Whether it benefits Michigan or it doesn't, I don't want the officials to be a part of it. I agree. I'm going to let you go before we get to the NFL picks. If you have anything else to say, um, I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick because we still got yeah. NFL picks and Champion <clears throat> Chump one for the road. I'll be back in a ramble. second. <clears throat> I can ramble. <clears throat> so, just for, for, for me, for Michigan, um, on paper, you look at the game. And Michigan doesn't have the offense that Ohio State does, but Ohio State doesn't have the defense that Michigan does. Statistically speaking. So that's where I think, like, okay, Ryan Day can say he wants to score 100 on Michigan. Cool stuff. He ain't gonna. Ain't nobody... When's the last time somebody scored a hundred in in Division One? That's great. By the way, well, Austin's gone. Let's let's just let's just throw this in. Uh, Ohio State fans are taking offense to Cade McNamara saying that uh, <clears throat> he will take advantage of. Ohio State's 90-something ranked passing defense. <clears throat> but seemingly no Ohio State fans have any problem with Ryan Day saying he's going to put 100 on Michigan. <clears throat> cool stuff. But we'll move on. Um, I just... It, it, it's a rough spot being a Michigan fan in this scenario. Like, I do believe this game will be close. Um, I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, <clears throat> defense is there, but that Ohio State offense is there. I'm back. Might be a shootout. <clears throat> Hello. Um, I also want to add one, two last things. A, yes, I hope that the officials are not a talking point. So it's actually yep. three, because you already touched that. Um, I agree with you there. Because, because li- listen, we're... <laughs> It's it's been years now, and and some fans still think daily about J T Barrett being short. Yeah, I I wish that would just be done. It's never going to be. It's never gonna be because even still to this day, like that, and and we're never going to get a definitive answer. Because <clears throat> there is no definitive answer. Um, number is, two. No, for real. Um, I hope. That first off, we have Gus Johnson, Joel Clyde on the call since it's on Fox. I hope that pylon that uh, that was on Twitter that said that Michigan fan pylon that was on Twitter that said Gus Johnson was biased to Michigan State. I hope to God he doesn't pop up and say that about Ohio State. I I he won't watch the game. <clears throat> that what an what an absolute moron. 
Like if, the, if that guy pops up, I might go find him and just punch him in the head. I gotta see if I can find that screenshot again and find his Twitter. Um, honestly, <clears throat> like like at what an absolute joke. Lifelong Michigan fan, Michigan. Uh, uh, Gus Johnson was was born in Michigan. Yeah, <clears throat> and is a lifelong Michigan fan. Also, yes. And that moron had. The, I want to say the balls. Won't even say the balls. He had the stupid, stupid fucking graphic poem of a brain to say that Gus Johnson is biased towards MSU. Cool stuff. Stupid. Um, and lastly, um, can we both agree that Ryan Day Maybe. is probably a better coach than Jim Harbaugh? <laughs> Why do you do that? Why? Is is that a semi-agreeable point? Because this actually is bringing into a real talking point. A real thing that I was going to say. Um, I would say, yeah, but, like, at the same time, I mean, just the, the, the amount of talent that that Ohio State gets... And we, we, there's no definitive answer. I mean, I Michigan, st- I mean, Michigan still really gets the same five-star talent. To be, to be fair, okay, there is a definitive answer. But we get the five-star talent. But coaching staff all around, not not focused on Harbaugh, coaching staff all around in years past has not done anything with that talent. Agreed. This year <clears> – <throat> This year, it's all new except Harbaugh. Like yes, and Josh Gaddis. Well, and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Glad you covered that. I was getting there. <clears throat> um, yeah, Harbaugh and Josh Gaddis are the only holdovers from this staff, other than maybe some no name that I don't even know is on the staff. I don't know. Um. Right now, yeah. Ryan Day's better. Okay, the reason I'm saying this, and this may come as weird from an Ohio State fan, I hope this is not some game where Harbaugh goes out and just sucks. And gets completely... Yeah, because you don't want that. I do hope that, like, obviously I want Ohio State to win. Um, But But you want them to win... Because they're the better team, not because their head coach, the Michigan's head coach, does something dumb. I don't want, I don't necessarily want Jim Harbaugh and go out to go out and play Ohio, against Ohio State and pull a Mel Tucker and just leave his brain at home. There, but there is no goddamn chance. I don't want, I don't want Jim Harbaugh just to That's leave his brain at home with his wife. That's where I'm at, at with with that game your game last week like what the fuck was Mel Tucker doing injured or not if he's injured don't play him yeah say he's out yeah say Walker's out yeah not just every not just give him the ball six times and then not oh well well, well, it's okay hey hey here here's here's a hundred million dollars yeah like I do hope Harbaugh doesn't just get completely get the floor completely wiped with him. I do think Ryan Day will probably outcoach him. I don't think it's gonna be super egregious. I don't think it's gonna be like. This I don't, is 
Go this ahead. This is the closest I think that we've been in quite some time. I would agree with that. Um, like I said, Where, I don't necessarily. Go ahead, finish. I mean, we're we're <clears throat> even if we lose to you guys on Saturday, like top ten team, like it's it's there, <clears throat> like that it it it's there, and I just hope Harbaugh doesn't fuck. Even if we lose, just don't let it be on Harbaugh. <clears throat> like he wants to talk about this culture change. Okay, cool. Prove it. Prove it. And that's where I'm at with Harbaugh. Why I do I do 100. And I don't know. This is I'm not. My hand's not as nearly much on the pulse of Michigan football as it is Ohio State. There is a Obviously. culture around Ohio State about winning this game. And not just really even about winning this game, about going out and just winning in general. And Harbaugh goes out and says there's a culture change. And as of right now, I mean, yes, you could go off what Kane McNamara said during the Nebraska game last year. Those are the kind of games Michigan used to lose. This year, but yes. Or, or yeah, not this or earlier this year. Yes, thank you. Yes. Um, that, that yeah, those are the kind of games Michigan loses against like Nebraska or Penn State. Um. Yes, that is true. That there is some change. I don't necessarily buy it yet. If if Michigan goes out and is competitive against a team that is on paper better, if they're competitive and they don't just suck fuck in in the for four hours, terms I know how to put like. Then, then we're on to something. Yes, I would agree. Like, I don't, I don't think a win necessarily is the end all, be all. But if you can go out and and be in the game <clears throat> versus Ohio State, then then we're on to something. I think. <clears throat> I would agree with that. Let's move on to I, the don't picks. Get me wrong. Oh, don't get me sorry. wrong. I want to win, but. I want to win, and I think they're 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 capable if they have their best game of the year. But yeah, it's, um, you're also a realist, though. That there's a chance right. it might not happen. There's there's a chance it might not happen because that Ohio State offense can murder people. Yeah, they're a nuclear powered buzzsaw. Just, NFL picks. Let's go. Yeah, we could go on for a long time about this game, but let's not because. We could we could go on, but then we wouldn't get any sleep, and that's not good. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> we got some Thanksgiving games. Let's go at twelve thirty <laughs> on the network. Probably Fox. The Detroit Football Lions. Oh, nine and one on the year. They are plus three and a half. At home, obviously, against the Chicago Bears. I'm not even going to bring the people into this because they're kind of split. Who do you got? I am looking at some things. Apparently, eight hours ago, according to NBC Sports, George McCaskey McCaskey told Matt Nagy to start Justin Fields. That was eight hours ago. Ass. Um... Don't do it, Chicago. <coughs> However, according to ChicagoBears.com, 
senior writer Larry Mayer, uh, Justin Fields has officially been ruled out today. So in other words, we have no fucking clue? I don't think we know. Um, I'm trying to see if I can find anything else real quick before I make this decision. Because... Oh, so it's close. I see. Yes. If, and right now, when I made my picks earlier on stream, I, um... Trying to see if I can find anything. Pride of Detroit has Justin Fields listed as out. Um, Pro Football Talk has Akeem Hicks and Justin Fields listed as out. He's out there. CBS has him listed I mean, as out. Say what, say what you will about Florio and Pro Football Talk, but like I, he's not going to report something that that's just yeah. factually inaccurate. Um, CBS has him listed as out now too. Um, so that being said, I think if Detroit if the Detroit Lions are going to win a game this year, and I said it earlier on my stream. If Detroit's going to win a game this year, it's going to be this game. So give me the Lions. On the Lions as well. <clears throat> Their schedule doesn't get any easier. If they're going to win, it has to be this game. Right. And I think that, like, just just the feeling of the Thanksgiving game, like, that's that Ford Field's going to be packed. A lot of energy going to go going to go on there. Um. Along the lines, and, and not just the cover. I think they win this game. I and believe so, too. Don't call me a Homer. Not you, but don't call me a Homer Lions fan, people that are listening. But they are – I mean, the Bears aren't good either. So I think the only way the Lions lose this game is if um, Dan Campbell has some questionable play-calling decisions. Like and he admitted that he's he's learning <clears throat> with that sort of stuff. Like he's he's taking the mistakes he's made and he's trying to get better. So we'll see if he got better this week. Come on, Lions. Uh, let's try and power through these. Uh, Raiders are on the road going to Jerry World. Stick on the Cowboys. Cowboys minus seven and a half. It's, who cares? The Raiders are bad. Give me Dallas. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, the Buffalo Bills. This is also, this is for whatever reason, the Thursday or the Thanksgiving Sunday night football game. Yes. Why? I don't what? know. Who the fuck? What? God damn it. Bills on the road. Going to the Superdome to take on the Saints. Saints plus four and a half. We got the Saints just look terrible against the um, Philadelphia Eagles. So give me Buffalo. Buffalo's going to turn it around at some point. Bills look terrible against the Colts, but I'm on Buffalo. Colts are a better uh, team than Philadelphia. <laughs> who the who cares special of the week? The four and six Atlanta Falcons on the road. To take on two and eight, Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguar, it's a it's a pick'em, yay. <clears throat> Jaguars are bad. Jags are getting a half point, or Atlanta's a half point favorite. Jacksonville's bad. 
I can't pick Jacksonville. Give me Atlanta. Don't know what to do, which means I'm doing the thing that I shouldn't do, which is taking the Jacks. Don't know where Cordero Patterson's going to be, if he's going to play. The Jags just kind of show up in random weeks. I'm just banking on them showing up this week, honestly. Old reason for pecking them. Fair. Uh, essentially, another who cares special. The 5-6 and six Carolina Panthers on the road to take on the Miami Dolphins. Basically a pick them. Panthers minus one and a half. Who you got? Christian, McC- Christian McCaffrey is going to be playing for the Panthers. And then you have Cam Newton. Uh, give me give me the Panthers. Well, he'll be playing for half a game until he tries too hard and gets hurt. Uh, I'm still on the Panthers, though. The Dolphins are, are... I feel like the Panthers are better than the Dolphins. Yeah. Dolphins stink. Speaking of stink, a battle of two and eight teams. The New York goddamn Jets are on the road, traveling to NRG Stadium to take on the Texans. And the Texans are for whatever goddamn reason favored. Um, the Texans are favored because um Joe Flacco's out. No. COVID. Joe Flacco. Oh, Jesus Christ. Of course. Um, he's out because of COVID protocols, I believe, is what I saw earlier. Um Mike White, out. COVID protocols. Make me so... Um, Don't make me pick the Texans. Don't. So meaning, our quarterback, or your quarterback for the New York football Jets, is Zach Wilson. However... Wait, what? Zach Wilson apparently will be playing. Okay. Who? He's not good. Um. <clears throat> if you have sixteen dollars and you're in the Houston oh, area, oh no, don't go to this game. I don't know what's in Houston, but not Astro World. Gotta be something better than this. Used to be across the street, but uh, you know, the world happens. R.I.P. Astro World. Um, this game's gotta be better. I, I'm taking Houston. There's just too many questions for New York. Too many questions for so many of these teams. I'm on the Jets. I I don't even know why. Both these teams suck massive ass. Confirmed. Don't care. Uh, the five and six Philadelphia Eagles are minus three and a half against the Giants. I don't believe Jason Garrett was the problem. No. So firing him is not going to help the Giants. Give me the Eagles. No. Eagles. Easy. Uh, Steelers at the Bengals. Bengals minus four and a fucking half. It's hard to beat the same team twice. 
Mm-hmm. And you can go with the same fact that I haven't really, for the most part, have not picked teams that the Bengals have beaten this year. Nah. <laughs> Which is awkward because the Bengals have beaten the Steelers. Yes. Uh, the Bengals actually looked pretty good against um Las Vegas last week in a game they needed. The Steelers have just kind of been existing, I guess is a good way to put it. They haven't been great um, against a couple of teams that haven't been, are not good. In a game they need? Steelers do need this game. The Bengals need it just as bad, though. Never mind. Okay. What's up? You, Discord broke for a second. Glad oh. you're here. Uh, I am on the Bengals. As am I. Sweet stuff. I am also on the Bengals. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They are on the road to take on the Indianapolis Colts in the house of Peyton Manning built. Colts plus two and a half. I really want to take um, Andy, but I can't. Give me Tampa. Shit. I'm also on Tampa. Ass. Uh, Patriots, they host the Tampa, it's Tampa, Tennessee Titans. Uh, Patriots are minus six and a half. Good Lord above. Uh, go. Um, oh, apparently OBS disconnected for a second. Fun. And then it just reconnected. Um, so, well, real quick, we missed, uh, I'm, we're both picking Cincinnati and we're both picking Tampa, correct? Yeah, uh, Cincinnati, Tampa, yes. Because um, apparently it only disconnected for a few seconds, so probably just missed those two games. There we go. Thank um, you, OBS. Thanks, OBS. Um, we are at Tennessee at New England. New England's a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Give me New England. After what Tennessee did last week, can't, can't, can't pick Tennessee. Give me the Patriots. Uh, six and four. San Diego, San Diego, L.A. Chargers, they're on the road to take on the Denver Broncos. Broncos plus two and a half. The people, 74% of the people are on the Chargers. Who you got? I'm on the Chargers, too. <laughs> All right, fair. If Denver was actually, you know, better. <laughs> in years past, in years past. Uh, Matthew Stafford and the L.A. Chargers. Rams. 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 Not the Chargers. We just had the Chargers. Oops. The L.A. Rams. Matthew Stafford and the L.A. Chargers. The LA Jesus Christ. Uh, the Rams. With Matthew Stafford, go to a place that Stafford is very familiar with, and that's Lambeau Field. Rams are plus one and a half. Green Bay has to be better. They're going to win. I think they're going to win. Also, the Rams have to be better. The, they do. But after what we saw last week, and then against Minnesota, where they just weren't phenomenal, couldn't finish it, and then what we saw a couple weeks ago against Seattle, where they just kind of existed, I feel like I'm going to take the Packers. On the Rams, just in terms of talent, I have to. Fair. Like they did, like they're too good not to, right? Just... Goddamn. 
Uh, last four o'clock game, the Minnesota Vikings five and five. They take on San Francisco 49ers, who were five and five. Niners minus two and a half. Oh, people, boy, fifty-three percent of the people are on the Niners, forty-seven percent on the Vikings. It is hard to win on win on the road, and you throw in the fact that San Francisco's hot right now. A little bit. They were dead up until a few weeks ago. They were dead, now they're hot again, yes. So give me San Francisco. I'm on the Vikings, man. They just beat the Packers. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I'm going to take the Vikings. Vikings get over 500. Let's go. Sunday Night Football. AFC Shitfest. Browns. On our own. Playing the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens minus four and a half. Nice percentage of the people are on the Ravens. Yeah. Um. Baker, as always, is still has as he has been all season. Still listed as questionable. He'll play. Um. Lamar apparently. No, he shouldn't. Lamar apparently is good to go. He's practiced. He's gonna be good to go. Um. Good be. Give me Baltimore. I don't pick against the people when they have a nice percentage. I will go Baltimore. Fair. And then Monday Night Football, the Who the Fuck Cares special, the Seattle Seahawks, 3-7. and seven. They take on the football team. Football team, oh, God, this is a pick em. Oh, my God. Who cares pick em? Uh, Fuck. God. What do you got? At some point, Seattle's going to win a game. Russell Wilson's going to be good at football again. And he's just going to... Him and DK Metcalf are just going to force this team into winning. Is this the week? I think so. All right. Well, with that being said, give me the football team. Fair enough. <laughs> Russ, Russell Wilson in the Seahawks in his in his games back has not looked good whatsoever. That's fair. In, in in any facet of the game. So, and the football team's hot, so I'm going to take the football team. And those, mercifully, all the picks I'm never doing 20 games of college again. Oof, that was a that was a grind. Okay. Champ chump of the week. It's time for champ and the ch- champ and chump of the week. Do you want to go first? Not necessarily. <clears throat> oh, well that's awkward. <laughs> I can I can go then. <laughs> That mean at this point, go. <laughs> <laughs> My champ of the week is a man who plays for the Italian Sierra A team, Roma. Ah. He is a 18-year-old forward. He has made three appearances for Roma and has scored two goals. He is from 
Ghana. It's distinctly possible he could be the next U.S. men's national team killer from Ghana. But that's all right. This week's not that game. It, it, it I, yeah. Um, Pity Cox. That <laughs> uh, that's irrelevant for now. My champ of the week is Felix Afinia Guyan. He got called up to Roma's senior team on October 24th. Um, that was his debut against Napoli. Well, actually, that's not entirely true. That's when he got called up. His first appearance was on the 27th against Cagliari. Um, he came off the bench on the 21st of November, just a couple days ago. To score, and this was by a couple days ago, I mean on Sunday. Um, He scored two late goals against Genoa to give Roma a 2-0 win. 18 years old. He's really good at soccer. Um, And then just to make things a bit better, you could throw, and this is a two for one almost, Jose Mourinho um, told the young man that if he were to score a goal against Genoa, Mourinho would buy him a new pair of cleats. Mourinho <clears throat> followed through on that promise, bought him a pair of cleats that cost 800 euro. And a little pretty penny. Felix Afenia Guyan, happiest man in the world when that happened. And crying, has a smile on his face. This is a kid who I don't want to be that guy and say, um, he came from nothing, but Ghana's not. Very much. Yeah. It's not it's not a superpower. They're not a rich country in Africa. And this kid has worked for everything. He has passion. He um at one point, actually just earlier this year, he received a call up to play for the Ghana national team um for World Cup qualifiers against both Ethiopia and Africa. Um he turned that invitation down because he doesn't believe he's good enough to be on the team yet. Jesus. This is a kid who humble, phenomenal athlete. He's honestly, I do believe he could be the next U S men's national team killer from Ghana. And he just has a love for the game of soccer. Love to see it. So he, Felix, uh, once again, Felix Afenia Guyan, my champ of the week. My champ of the week will be explained more in depth on the backdoor cover on Friday. Oh, boy. But I will say, my champ of the week. Jacksonville State versus Troy over betters. <laughs> I know why now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because you just snatched victory from the, the jaws, jaws of, of defeat. defeat. And I have I have no idea how. 
but we'll get into it more at a later time. On Friday. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Go ahead. My chump of the week. It's pretty simple. Officials. Anywhere specific? Big Ten officials. Um, the officials in the Oregon-Utah game, that game was rough to watch. They, that wasn't great. Um, the officials from the Ohio State-Seton Hall game a couple nights ago. Um, no reason a college basketball game should take three hours. Took more than three hours. What was it, damn near four? It was close. <sighs> or no. No, it was two hours and 57 minutes. It felt right, like longer. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. It was two. It was like two hours fifty-seven minutes. No, no reason it should take that long. They at one point called a foul on some. I can't remember what to, what player it was on for what team in that Ohio State Seton Hall game, but they called the refs called a foul for a player getting stepped on, uh, getting their foot stepped on. They just, you know, hey, zebras, zebras just want their TV time. And I've said it several times on this show. Because the refs have kind of made it, are starting to make a regular appearance. Officials in general are starting to make a regular appearance for Chump of the Week. Mm-hmm. Because they've been so terrible this year. And not just in games that I watch, not just in Ohio State games, or games that I want my want a certain team to win, whether it be I'm betting on that game or whatever. Um, Pac-12 refs, uh, not just the, actually the UCLA or or UCLA USC game was even the refs were even worse than the Oregon Utah game. Um, that that UCLA USC game, a defender got or a receiver got clotheslined by a defensive back while he was out running a route. Got flat out fucking clotheslined. Um, and they didn't throw a flag on it. They just said, "Cool, this play's good." Sounds like. Sounds like the Big Ten. Fuck. Um. People, refs, we don't watch the game for you guys. We watch the game for the game. Not just, just call the things that are fouls. Whether it be call the things that aren't. Yeah, football, it's basketball, hockey, hard. anything, any sport, soccer. Just call the things that are things. George Paris. Yeah. Who's your chump of the week? My chump of the week is <laughs> going to be hard to believe. Isaiah Stewart. <laughs> Fair. So I know this, why. I've, I've already said I do not mind the initial reaction to a, a, a again, not going to, because gone on long enough. Not going to try and argue intent or not. I don't think you can. LeBron James is the only one that knows. Yeah. Um, The initial reaction to getting cut open on your face, I have zero issue with. That was fair, honestly. No problem with. But I do not like escaping from people that are trying to hold you back, not once, but twice. And then chasing somebody down the tunnel. We don't know who. 
it I am fairly certain it wasn't LeBron, but he chased somebody down. Yeah, there. I I thought I saw somewhere on the internet saying he was chasing after LeBron or something, trying to get to LeBron. I mean, he was long he was long ejected at that point. I don't think it was LeBron, but he was chasing somebody. Uh you just you you can't do it. Like there's nobody in sports that acts like that. That's so bad. It that was inexcusable. And that's why he got it suspended. Really and look, there's there's so many Pistons fans that are that are defending his actions, and I I I can't, I cannot. He there w- is no reason to chase after to to break free, run over coaches, and, and and do nothing. He didn't even punch anybody. He he got restrained again. And then he broke free again and just. It's it, it's it's not not good stuff. Like I think I I I the the guy's young. Hopefully he learns from it. But Isaiah Stewart, current chump of the week. I love you, big man. He's a good player for for our young Pistons. But that that stuff right there is why he had he just taken the elbow and had that initial scuffle. Yes. He wouldn't have gotten suspended. Lit, lit. He probably wouldn't have. And I mean, the only reason he got suspended is just because he ran over everybody. Because he acted like a fool like, afterwards, right? Like he he didn't he didn't land a punch. He didn't you know shove anybody. He didn't even really throw one. It's, no, but that's the thing. Is just you you gotta be better. Christ, Isaiah, just learn, please. Just 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 mature a little bit. And and these pistons are going somewhere. So you can't do something like that in in a big spot. So please, just 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 get better. One for the road. <clears throat> I have a feeling ours is the same. Yeah, I can't even I mean, cha- like try and ha- come up with something different. What else, what else are we gonna try and do? Um, Michigan, Michigan State, noon. Akron, Toledo. <laughs> no. I thought about it. I thought about just ending the ending the Discord call for a second. <laughs> <laughs> nope, I I can't go anything different. Ohio State, Michigan, noon, Fox, Saturday. There are plenty of games out there in the world, but this is the game <clears throat> with big implications. So all of the other games are meaningless Saturday. Regardless of that, um, you got you got some good rivalry games out there. They're meaningless. But, uh, <laughs> in in terms of, I mean, they're not. Actual, that's a lie. But in terms of actual meaningfulness, if that's a word, like this, this is the one. Yes. So Michigan, Michigan, Ohio State. What can we do? Yeah, that's 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 it for both. That's me. That's mine too. I can't even say anything else. Like, <laughs> I mean. That's what this whole show is based around. That's what, what we spent what the past almost four hours here. Like, like, oh yeah, yeah, hey, hey, go watch uh, 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 Clemson and whoever the fuck they were playing. I don't even remember. Um, fuck, I don't even think. Um, yeah, there isn't even like an F1 race this weekend. <laughs> nah. Like, there's nothing. Ohio State, Michigan, noon, Fox, watch it, be there. I mean, I won't be there. But well, I won't either. But I'll be watching it. At, I'll be at my grandma's watching the game on TV. That's for sure. I will be watching it. On Classic Saturday Thanksgiving, right? Fuck. 
Alrighty. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the show. Yes. Four hours and six minutes later. I mean, did we expect this show not to go long? I mean, come on. <clears throat> now now they probably will be short. I say, our show actually <clears throat> was going good until we got to the eight billion games of picks. <laughs> that kind of killed the pacing. Well, you know. Um, okay. Jordan, um, well, first off, uh, Thanksgiving is tomorrow, or well, today, yes. technically, depending on what time zone yes. you're in. Um, so we are, what, this is episode 13, right? Yep. We've been able to do this 13 weeks this season. We've been pretty much almost on time every week, except mm-hmm. for week one, where we did that on a Friday. Um... Before we actually had a real schedule. Yep, we had we did one game or one day on a Thursday, then we did half of one on a Thursday because of internet out, outages. Yep. We've missed. I mean, I'm not even really talking about the scheduling itself. Um, but thank you everyone who listens to this podcast on audio or watches this on YouTube or is here with us on Twitch every Wednesday for us to make to, for us to be able to make this a thing. Um, yes, sir. I, I think I could speak for both of us. We are incredibly thankful that we are able to do this every week um, and then do backdoor cover on Fridays, too. Yep. Um, and actually have a platform and an audience. Stuff. Because otherwise, I mean, we still do this in our free time. This is... <laughs> this is our free time accurate. usually. Accurate. Like let's let's say call it what it is. This is our free time. So thank you. Um have an incredible Thanksgiving uh tomorrow, everybody. Um you can tweet the show, you can tweet me at Werewolf FPS, you can tweet the podcast itself at HD Podcast, you can tweet Jordan at Twitchy Niche or at Motown Rundown underscore. Um uh, the show is actually at HD Podcast underscore. Okay. I mean somebody has HD podcast for some unexplicable reason. Yeah, frustrating reason. Um, uh, and Motown Rundown for whatever reason. Just regular Motown Rundown for whatever reason, too. Uh, that is a podcast that has not been active since 2017. Solid. Solid. Yeah. Okay. Stuff. So we obviously know, like, I'm going to limit the outro here to nothing related to the Michigan-Ohio State game. So, fuck OSU. <laughs> Nothing related to Michigan, Ohio State. Fuck OSU. <clears throat> Nothing related to Michigan or Ohio State because I'm not going to say anything. So, <clears throat> nothing related to that game because we've gotten all of our opinions about it out. All of our everything out today in the past four hours. Uh, my final note for the day fuck Dan Snyder. <laughs> Oh. Uh, the alphabet has been shorted to 25 letters in Ohio this week. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> I I just I I have to, I'd love when Ohio State fans miss M's in online things when they just put X's over everything and they just miss them. 
fucking great. <laughs> I'm just glad Brady. I'm just glad Brady Hoke's gone. There, there, there's no that team, whatever they fucking call them. That team down south, probably. Down south and 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 simply calling them Ohio. I'm glad that's all gone. You guys are Ohio State. <clears throat> you guys are Ohio State, and we want to beat you. That's that's the case. <clears throat> Fair. Um. And then and then you know there's there's TTUN and that's just Scarlet been, Letter Week. That's been the Scarlet Letter Week. It's just because Governor Mike DeWine decided to make that an actual real thing. Mm-hmm. Like I'm being dead serious. Like that is a real thing know, in the state of Ohio. I know. I know. That's not just something I the know. fans came up with. Oh, I know. Which is what's, thing. which is actually what's frustrating. If it was something just fun the fans came up with or the school came up with, I would be all for it. But Governor Mike DeWine apparently, actually making it a real apparently thing. Apparently, maze out, maze out is a thing now. Oh, that's unique. I don't know how well it's gonna happen since it's gonna be like two degrees. I mean, hey, you never know. If I was going to the game, just you know, thermals underneath. Saturday. Oh, hey, it's supposed layers to be. of thermals, to be honest. Yeah. And uh, and and just a just a maze sitting on top. Let's go. Um, maze out, maze out in a big house. Yeah. Lastly, though, that's it. Anything else? Jordan. Uh, go blue. Fuck Dan Snyder. That's him. He's a terrible human being. That's, that's of uh, least importance. Well, not least importance, but you know, um, of, of diminished importance this week. <laughs> beat Ohio State. Please, for my sanity, beat Ohio State. I'm not gonna say anything else. I'm not gonna add anything uh, there. I'm just. I don't. I have yeah. said my piece about Ohio State. That I mean fair. I think everyone knows my standing. Uh-huh. Um, everyone should know mine by now, so. I just choose to not voice mine. Oh, I just, personal opinions. I just, I just, I, I, I need Michigan to do a thing <laughs> for once. Like, <clears throat> it's been 10 years. Please. Yeah. Hey, 10th anniversary of uh, Denard doing a thing against you guys. With uh, Brady Hoke as uh, coach. <laughs> with Brady Hoke as coach and Luke Fickle as yours. Yeah. Um. Hey, that could be a bad omen for Luke Fickle this weekend then. Uh-oh. Hey, maybe. <laughs> um, so, wrap it up now. We've kind of rambled on at the end long enough. Um... Thank you for making us part of your Wednesday night. However you may be listening, wherever you may be listening and or watching from, have a good Thanksgiving. Spend it with family. Uh, we will see you guys Friday evening, correct? For Backdoor Cover? Yes. Yes, sir. I, I will not be home, but I will be on the show. So. Okay, perfect. We will have a show um, Friday evening for Backdoor Cover. We will see you then. Until then, peace out. Stay classy. And see ya. You know what they say. Bang! Pew!